You're listening to DraftKings Network. In the first segment, New England Revolution are firing everybody. <laughs> You're right? out. And then new P- Bruce Arena's taking everybody's <laughs> job. He's going to do all the jobs. Uh, so finally, some some joy coming out of New England. So every people, some people are excited about that. Also, DB contracts to people who do do they deserve them? Mm. Oh, we have that. We have a little bit of that debate. Also, we talk about all the craziness at Champions League, UEFA Champions League. No, we don't really pay that secondary to that secondary Champions, Champions League. League, but we talk all about it. We also talk about the Open Cup. You wait till you hear about that. <laughs> In the second segment, we talk to Bob Lee and Fernando Fiore, two pillars of the soccer community here in America, and they talk to us, the other two pillars of the American soccer community. That's right. There's four pillars that's now. It. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Three of them do amazing Dominican impressions. I bet you Bob Lee does too. We got that and more on this episode of the Cooligan. Hey, this is Alexi Lawless. There is nobody in U.S. soccer that is more important than the Cooligans. Yeah, baby! Look at us. We're twins. Twins. Uh, we, you can't hear this, but we're literally wearing the exact same you hoodie. You can hear it. You are hearing it. Well, you can't hear what we're wearing. <laughs> you can't hear what we're wearing, correct? Uh, I, I'm not wearing my, my swooshy tracksuit like I normally do. <laughs> Don't make fun of me because I got a lot of them. Okay? I want to be one of those people that could just walk around in like an Adidas tracksuit. All day, every day. Okay, yeah, but but like uh, and you, uh, something either and you rich get, or famous, and, and you, you can't get say frustrated anything. when people think you're Italian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, but like I'll get the one that has like the Cuban flag on it. Okay, yeah, the, uh, the, the one, the one we all know. What you you're know talking what? I'll about. get custom track suits. <laughs> I'll be so famous and or rich or both. Okay, uh, that Adidas will make it for me. Yo, shouts to Adidas. <laughs> shouts to Adidas for preemptively <laughs> getting started on this this project. Somebody get me a pizza, half pizza, half Cuba. <laughs> well, track. it's. Similar to you know how uh, Hannibal Burris, uh, comedian Hannibal Burris, when he he started, he wore, I think he did a special or he did some sort of show wearing a full body. It was like a onesie, but it was of his face. You ever seen this? Yes, I have. Well, Hannibal, uh, he was, I mean, he was like the, one of the first to do dumb Is stuff like that. Is he ahead of his time? I, I mean. I guess so. I don't know. <laughs> what the hell was he doing? <laughs> uh, so, uh, shout out to Hannibal Burris. I haven't seen shout him. Shout to you, Hannibal. In a long time. Uh, so, can I tell you, can I tell you a Hannibal Burris story? 100%. Hannibal Hannibal Burris, uh, famous a, comedian. I would say I'm a fanable Burris. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Shout out to you, fanables. <laughs> How's all my fanables doing? Uh, so this must have been uh, first uh, year, second year doing comedy. Hannibal uh, was, uh, you know, hosting a great show at the Knitting Factory, right? Which, when he was hosting, it's still a great show. But when he was hosting it, it was it like was the like show the you, it was like, you had. If you did that, people were like, yo, exactly, you made it. Exactly. So <laughs> Free show. We'll get to the soccer in a moment, I promise. But Hannibal, uh, he was 
Um, should we introduce ourselves first before I go into the story? Or yeah, no? I mean, people, if you don't know who we are, <laughs> first of all, you're getting a pretty good idea. We've complained about stuff. I've tried to, I've tried to bribe a company into making me clothes, and now we're talking about comedy, and yet we haven't introduced ourselves. Welcome to a soccer podcast. Hello, my name is Christian Polanco. I am Alexis Guerrero. And we are your favorite stand-up comedians that host the funniest soccer podcast that you've ever listened to. And we'll get to the funny in yeah. a second. And we'll get to the soccer. <laughs> we will. But it's not only the the funniest soccer no. podcast that you've ever listened to. It's also the gulliest it's soccer also podcast. The we don't have to say we're energy anymore because we're tired of saying it. Yo, son. We're, we're, so t- all the, we're expending so much energy being so gully that we're like, yo, it's the gulliest. Just listen. Also, like, who are we talking to now? Everybody knows we're the gulliest. <laughs> who are we talking to? A small? Your grandma? <laughs> who, Abuela? Right. I don't want to yell this at Abuela. This show should be ch- called Preaching to the Choir. Yeah, I know. If anything, <laughs> y'all already know. That's how you click the button. So Hannibal had his album uh, release party and he was doing a show at Knitting Factory in That's Brooklyn. Right. Big deal. I was like, this is my first or second year in common. I'm like, oh, a huge fan, Hannibal. I remember this event. I, w- I wasn't able to go, but okay. I remember like, whoa, everyone who was everyone. So I go. The only thing missing was like limos and a step and repeat. So I go, and I don't know Hannibal too well at the time. Uh, and I say, uh, I buy his album, right? And I say, and he's like having fun. He's like partying. He's like, he's a little tipsy. Right. right. I, and I, I shouldn't have said this, but I, I didn't know Hannibal well enough that I didn't know that this would make him uncomfortable. Right. But I said, I bought the album and I showed it to him and I said, yo, Hannibal, when you die, this is going to be worth a ton of money. Yeah. And already, so the, the, the Comedians and then are- you just stared at him without <laughs> blinking. Tonight's so, the night. So the music was loud. He's like, what? And I go, oh, when you die, it's going to be worth a lot of money. I'm like joking around. And then he goes, uh, oh. And then he like, and, and then I go, oh, I didn't. I th-. So he didn't like respond at all. So I said, oh, it sounded like you didn't hear what I, what I said. Oh, I, I, I said, no, this, what exactly what I said was, it sounded like you had a problem with what I said. And he goes, I did. And I'm like, ah, I thought he was, and then we just, we walked away. Okay. It was so awkward and awful. I don't even think he remembers this, but there is a, you know. Can I tell you something? He remembers. He remembers, without a doubt. (laughs) But because, look. Uh, a lot of comedians have aren't the most comfortable with the idea of dying yeah. uh, and, and just death. I think fear is uh, <laughs> the fear of death is something big for. I would say a lot of people, not just we, comedians. Comedians want to kill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't want when you die. You on go on stage. stage trying to kill. When you die on stage, <laughs> it's not a good thing. That's not a good thing. Actually, your joke died. My joke died. Yeah, your comment died. Yeah. I thought it. I thought it was like a fun little s- silly thing to say. Nice quip. Apparently, <laughs> I, I immediately brought him. Uh, you know, his his uh, mortality, his mortality yeah. just came <laughs> rushing just re- in, reminded him of his mortality. <laughs> At his party, <laughs> he's like, "No, this is not what I want to think about." Uh, so that was, uh, you know, that, that that happened to me. Everybody. That was rough. That was so, a rough one. By the way, you're listening to this on a Wednesday. We're recording this on a Tuesday, which, and of course, we're above Madison Square Garden at Stage 17 here. That's right. Where Midi. the Knicks will definitely hold get on. The- They're going to know. <laughs> the, the They're draft, already going to know. The draft lottery but is are, at 8:30 tonight. We have to put it into into the into existence. Yo, somebody put an at Knicks tape on Twitter. Put. If we get five, we riot. If we get four, we ride. <laughs> oh, if we get three, we ride. If we get two, we trade for Anthony Davis. <laughs> if we get one, Zion! <laughs> uh, beautiful, beautiful Zion! <laughs> all right? This is why Lauren Hill was late to all those concerts for this particular moment. So we can you get Zion. You suffered so we <laughs> can celebrate. Exactly. Uh, so hopefully we're all celebrating uh, uh, the next number one pick. Christian and I will walk in here. 
in nothing but orange and blue, <laughs> just like we are now. Exactly. Twinsies with the same hat and the same OTBA we're, we're, hoodie shirts on the Volley Apparel. We're in fully on the Volley Apparel yeah. gear and talisman caps. In fact, you're getting a live view, if you're watching this, of how different this <laughs> this one outfit can look. <laughs> yes, this is a before and after photo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the after is not as shocking as it used to be, okay? Uh, so, uh, yes. This sucks because I lost so much weight, and yet... <laughs> I mean, what, are you going to compete? you competing with me? I the, mean, that's uh, not fair. I'm a toothpick, all yeah, right? Yeah, it's you're, not fair. You're never going to get there. Like, just, let's be realistic, buddy. We both look like we're wearing the exact same size hoodie, too. <laughs> um... So the uh, look, a lot is uh, has happened in soccer that we have to get to. There's so much. This, How about a party? Let's talk about that. Let's real talk quick. about our birthday party. Oh, what a what a what an absolute blast! We had a great time. Thank you to uh, the the friends and fans yes. that came out uh, to Jelso uh, and Grand. Yeah, Bobby Warshaw came through. Bobby Warshaw came out to a party. So look, wearing a. Wearing a Venezuelan baseball jersey. Yo, dude. I mean, speaking to us. <laughs> although the team is called Magallanes, right? Okay. Uh, you know how baseball jerseys, you split the word, right? Yes. Because one's on one side and the buttons and then the other side. And the first side guess, says. And it's, hold on, it's red too. <laughs> and I feel like you guys are getting. So what is the right hand side say? Yeah, just straight up MAGA. MAGA. Right MAGA. <laughs> and it looks like he just plays for Trump's ma- softball team. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, well, but he was there. But he buttoned up. He was like, I got to button this up so you no, know it's no, one big I word. Know, I know where I'm at right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't, be, uh, I can't be rocking this uh, right. unbuttoned. No. Uh, I don't want any confusion. He was very upset about it. He's like, I didn't realize that. It's a, <laughs> he goes, it's Joseph Martinez's favorite baseball team. That's why he wore it. Yeah. So shouts to Bobby. Bobby. Bobby, and, that, and that's it. And just we got the confirmation that Bobby Warshaw attends parties. Yo. Okay, so, so that imagine what, how much littier it's going to be now <laughs> because that was uh, that was a, a thing that was always in question. Does yeah. does Bobby Warshaw have fun? Yes, and we can confirm that he very much does. He absolutely does. He, <laughs> he really cuts loose. <laughs> okay, he he had to leave early. Yes, he did. Without a doubt. But respectful. Yes, respectful about it. In the, fact, I checked him for one of those ankle bracelets, just like Remy Ma. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You know? <laughs> Is that why you had to leave? Sure, yeah. He's, uh, you know, Matty Doyle keeping tabs on you. <laughs> <laughs> He's your blood alcohol level being sent to Don Garber. <laughs> so, uh, but thank you to everyone who came out. That, uh, that was dope. So if, uh, if, you, if you are in New York uh, sometime around the time of our birthdays, you need to, you need to come through because it's always super fun. Guess what I got? I got a bunch of text messages from people saying, hey, what's the cover? First of all. Okay. What? What? What kind? What? what are we savages? All, we did not. We have not charged for our birthdays. But if that's what you people think, then maybe we will. Okay. <laughs> okay we will leave a bucket at the front door. <laughs> Let's start that. We're going to have security. We're going to have IDs. We're going to have the little stamps that don't come off in two days. Okay. All right. Uh, not enough women soccer players with yeah. you. You can't be coming in so- our party without enough women soccer players. You're going to have to buy bottles. Okay. <laughs> if you ain't got a bunch of, uh, you know, uh, women. You know, I think you. you might even get red carded at the door. Okay. <laughs> That's the VIP. <laughs> uh, you got to leave this party. You can't come to the next one. Sorry. Uh, uh, whatchamacallit. So I think they said the flyer was too good that it made it look as though it was going to be like this super fancy party. Wow. It's called the gulliest birthday party. <laughs> nothing gu- gully about a cover charge. <laughs> nothing. Nothing nah. at all. You know, if you tell someone... 
that there's a cover charge and you're not the security guard and you just happen to be standing there, that's gully. That's okay, the only yeah, way. Yeah, we will, that we will allow. <laughs> that way, absolutely. You can run a scam out of our party yeah. without a doubt. That's just fun. like Glenn Crook said, deception. <laughs> it's a part of the cool, I guess. <laughs> um, so thank you again for everybody uh, 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 celebrating with us, man. We, we, we always appreciate it. We always have a good time. Uh, and with that, Ted, we always like to show love to the people who show oh. love to us. All right? We're on the quest for 500 iTunes reviews. And, uh, We're getting close we're getting close we're at 439 okay so uh let's uh smell 500 (laughs) you know what it smells like what does it smell like success (laughs) (laughs) okay i'm glad uh the dramatic pause was uh well worth all of that uh so Let's uh let's read a review from uh from a fellow New Yorker. Hi. Okay. Uh this is uh from Felix Palau. All right. So oh, we know, know this. Felix from Third Rail Bronx. Yep. Uh the one of the homies. Uh one of the nicest dudes ever. He got he's uh, we met him and his his wife, his Dominican wife, yep. at a at a game not too long ago. He gave you the Third Rail Bronx I bracelet. I know it, of course. Great dude. We both we all posed in our uh, basic bitch pose, That's like our right. Instagram thought pose. Exactly, you know, and I mean, which is my normal post. Yeah. I don't, I don't have another one. <laughs> no, he lifts one leg, shows that ass a little bit, uh, and he goes, uh, "Not really." This is the subject. It says, "Not really." Shouts to us, and he goes, "Oh, actually, it says shout out to us, which is a sli- slightly off of yeah. what the the moniker is." It shouts to us. It shouts to us. But also shout out to shout us. Shout out to us. Okay, it's not wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, speak quietly when you come near. But other than that, shout out to us, yo. And he goes, uh, "It says friends." New Yorkers, honorary members of the Third Rail Bronx, uh, which is, this already kind of sounds like the Gettysburg Address, yeah. right? <laughs> Lend me your ears. <laughs> this is amazing because yeah. this dude is not uh, as eloquent as Abraham Lincoln. No, maybe this was the first draft. <laughs> <You know? laughs> all of our members in the Bronx. <laughs> He goes, uh, friends, New Yorkers, honorary members of Third Rail Bronx. These dudes have one of the best podcasts out there. Definitely a must listen if uh, if your aim is to keep it gully. Absolutely. This Ass- is a required assignment. Essential listening when it comes to the state of NYCFC and MLS and New York City culture as well. Keep up the good work, gentlemen. Thank you so much, Felix, man. We appreciate Thank you. Thank you so much. The love and the support, man. So uh, uh, feel free to leave a review on iTunes to help us get to 500. I want to read HD Johnson's okay because first of all he's HD okay, okay. I have 4K Johnson was going to leave a review but he's going to wait a little bit <laughs> HD Johnson so it costs a little more yeah, yeah. <laughs> five stars of course because you know we don't read it if it ain't five stars okay <laughs> he put better than dot 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 ooh we have to wait ooh. a little suspenseful he put better than a root canal okay but I've never had a root canal so I actually can't guarantee <laughs> that well thank you very much HD Johnson all right so at the I've had a root canal yeah. have you ever had one I have not I, I have my dentist told me I have the top one percent of teeth. In the top 1% of teeth. <laughs> that's a true story. <laughs> really, there yeah. is no way to make sure that's accurate in any way. But I feel like that's the guy you go to for that information. <laughs> I did have one root canal, and uh, I, I have to say that our podcast is slightly better than that root canal. Oh, okay. But you know what? I, I will say this about root canals. They're not as bad as you you think. The the sitcom trope? The sitcom <laughs> trope of like having the, the, the bandage around your hand <laughs> yeah, and the yeah, ice yeah. On, your, on your cheek. Yeah, you're in track. Action. <laughs> it's not that it's a it's a it's it's a long process and it's annoying and it's it's meant to save uh save your gums so that the the disease doesn't spread into your brain right. basically but so, also what sounds worse than root and canal when talking about your mouth two all, things all right 
so so thank you again, H.D. Johnson, for uh, for the review. All right. So let's um, uh, so again, help us get to 500. Please have a review on iTunes. Uh, we love you. We appreciate it. So let's get to uh, this. Uh, a lot to talk about because we There's have so much. We're excited about today's show because we're going to be playing interviews um, that we recorded at uh, the U.S. The Hall Soccer of Hall of Fame yeah. with Bob Lee of famously of ESPN Outside the Lines. Bob Lee. Uh, exactly. Was that a good impression? That, I don't was, think so. that was pretty good, I thought. Bob Lee. Uh, and for uh, Fernando, el presidente Fiore when of you Fox, hear uh, Fox Sports. These two interviews couldn't be any more different. <laughs> <laughs> and both of these people, I mean, it really is. I mean, both of these people. They're in the soccer world forever, and you couldn't ask for two more completely different interviews. Exactly, it's so much fun. Uh, they, I, I can't believe they just uh, they took their time to talk. I remember to us. when we saw Bob Lee, we're like, "Would you talk to us?" Like, of course, yes, yeah. of course. Well. And we're like, "Really?" And then we're like, "Yo, Fernando," he's like, "Come on, get away!" So there's a lot of uh, uh, you know two different types of energy yeah. on both on both interviews, but I think you'll you'll find something to love about uh, about both of them. So, I agree. Uh, so we should uh, start the show really having to, we have to discuss, um, you know, I, I, another, another, I guess another firing and another hiring. Yeah. Right. We have last week. Oh, so there was a double firing. A double firing. <laughs> so, uh, which is weird. Cause I'm going to fire you and the man who found you. And it wasn't, it wasn't a, a, it wasn't a double firing, but more of a staggered firing. Yes, which is it was. Very, which is very strange. Busy week. <laughs> you know, you would think you would do knock them out both in one day, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, they were like, no, let's fire the, yeah. let's fire Brad Friedel. And let's, let's let, let let's Mike Burns really simmer <laughs> yeah. in just, <laughs> like, am I gonna keep my Should job? we? Should we not? <laughs> they they said they said Brad Friedel, you're fired, and then they looked at him and they went to be continued. <laughs> <laughs> just they gave him the, the I got my eyes on you right there. <laughs> We're not sure yet. Or maybe you know, we are. But just you know what? Just put your head in this guillotine. We don't know what we're gonna do with it. I mean, I might touch the button. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna pull that rope. <laughs> so, uh, but the new we have to talk about the New England Revolution. Yeah. Because uh we you know we were there. When, look, when we were there, everything was good. They were winning games. Didn't it just seem like everything was turning around? <laughs> you they know, beat Minnesota United. Yes, the energy uh, that, that the Cooligans brought. It the, was us plus the farts from our chili cook-off that I think that we were that, that we were asked to be you part know, of. Those, think, those two things combined are really uh, quite a dynamic duo. <laughs> you know, I mean, when you put those together, <laughs> us being there, disgusting chili farts. <laughs> I don't know. From delicious uh, chili. It was. It was delicious. The, the farts were disgusting, not the chili. The chili <laughs> were great. Chili was absolutely great. Exactly. We have to clarify. Um, so, th- yes, they're uh, uh, an incredible uh, m- movement. Just the fact that the uh, New England Revolution are making moves after just horrible, horrible uh, a stretch of seasons. They're not sitting on their hands. They're not sitting on their hands. No. Uh, they're getting, they, you know, they, they are, they, uh, okay. So Their hands are up. Hands are <laughs> <laughs> just like a wacky Wavy inflatable <laughs> yeah. tube guy. One of those things. <laughs> one of the, the used car lot. <laughs> the um, uh, so they fired their GM r- recently. They yes, fired they did. obviously Brad Friedel. Brad Friedel gone zone. But the but today we hear Bruce Arena. No, no, no. Say that man's name correctly. <laughs> Brooklyn Bruce <laughs> Arena. He's back, baby. <laughs> okay. And guess what? He took both their jobs. 
<laughs> both of them. He's like, we don't need both of you. <laughs> yeah, All yeah. Right? I want his job, too. <laughs> then give me that guy's sandwich. <laughs> hey, Robert Kraft, I'm watching you, buddy. Yeah, yeah. come on. <laughs> so. Where you going? <laughs> you feeling stressed? <laughs> Get back on. Did, did you hear about the latest Robert Kraft news? No, that, tell me more. That the Hold on, let's play the Robert Kraft theme song. <laughs> <laughs> the, ju- the judge in the case threw out the uh, video evidence of uh, of, of him at uh, allegedly at this uh, you know salon or whatever. Or at this really? Park. So because of that, now the prosecutors don't have any real evidence that he committed a crime. Ooh. So they they're trying to get it uh, like uh, admitted back into evidence. So Robert Kraft might uh, get off scot free. Uh, <laughs> wow, gets off at the last minute every time. Always a happy ending for yeah. this man. <laughs> I mean, you just Jesus. So, I mean, you know what? You could because you remember you could paint Misha <laughs> at the at the press conference when they were talking about the the whole thing at the massage parlor thing. Uh, the, the the cop was the like, cop was me. like, trust me, we. We got the video. We saw the movie. We got it's all. No, you can ask me until you see the video. The, I, yeah, it's not no allegedly. Yeah. We know we saw him and all this no, stuff. No, no, no. He <laughs> held up his card to the camera. We know it's him. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but yes. But with that said, that's still under investigation. Who knows what's gonna happen? Who knows? Um, but the fact that they are making moves and mm-hmm. Bruce, Brooklyn, Bruce Arena. All right. So this this is a bit of a. A shock because I was not. Were you expecting this? No, I was thinking new era MLS. You exactly. Know, to go out and get some Argentinian dude. You know. Sure. Yeah. To keep up with the Joneses. Nah, son. Nah. Bring back. We <laughs> promised you we're gonna get a new arena. <laughs> you got one. <laughs> hey, that's it. I think we're done. All right. All right. Revolution fans. There you go. I think. Well, we washed our hands of it. We got you in a new arena, a soccer specific <laughs> arena, if you will. <laughs> okay. <laughs> with uh, some real pedigree, okay. Uh, <laughs> so, so uh, but look, so it's it, it's a bit of a shock move, uh, and the fact that look, he gets he gets the sporting director job, and uh, no, we don't know exactly why he's being paid. It, I feel like uh, MLS uh, coaches they, they don't really publicize how much the coaches make. No, like if it's big money, they'll it, like it, it'll be reported. But, but there's no way, is, yeah, there's, there's no, no way, way Bruce Arena does it, takes this job for like, no leaks with, with without like. Unlike Robert Kraft when he gets back in his car. There's no leaks. <laughs> but I'm saying, Bruce Arena doesn't take this job without some real ass guap like on the table. Cause he ain't moving to Boston without guap. He's in L.A. Exactly. He was yeah. chilling there. I'm going to go to this awful weather. Fine, I'll go, but you got to pay me. You know, <laughs> you know, just like just notoriously terrible fans, right? Yeah. Red Sox fans or whatever. Yeah, right. No, the Patriots. I mean, not the Patriots. The uh, Revolution fans. Great. Great people. Yeah. <laughs> really, it's a, the revolution. Everyone else around you. The revolution Terrible. fans are really. A revolution. <laughs> are, but they're the ones like uh, doing right by, you know, it, it, imagine if revolution fans were also assholes. Like that would be insane. That'd be tough. That'd <laughs> that would be tough, tough to, to handle. But no, revolution fans are like the complete antithesis of like the typical Boston sports They invite fan. us to a chili cook-off just to smack the chili <laughs> out of our hands every time. Wow, man. I should have known, yo. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> you got me. You know what? My fault. Uh, now wow. you Wow, this, wow, these New, New England Revolution scarves are apparently Trojan horses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Midnight Riders more like under the cover of darkness. So, man, uh, I, I'm excited. To, uh, look, whenever, uh, especially uh, the teams that are are bad, and you know, we were there and we were hanging out with the Midnight Riders and be, at the game, and you, the, the 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 it, it feels somber. 
right? Just being at Gillette Stadium uh, for games. And any any moves that kind of uh, add some excitement to what's going on in right. England is that I'm, I'm happy for that. So I hope Bruce Arena. This also gives them a fresh start. You know, clearly the whole Brad Friedel experiment didn't work out. The team was trying to be supportive. The yep. fans, I mean, were trying to be supportive. This gives everyone a fresh start. And also, if you're Juan Agudelo, Teal Bunbury, if you're, uh, you know, Fagundes, this is fine. Thank you. Okay. Sure. Now we get to show what we really can do. Yeah, it's interesting because uh, I think I was, I must have been in the article, I think uh, Sam, Sam Stachko of The Athletic, uh, who was writing about the fact, how, how poor the locker room was for Brad Friedel. Yeah. And apparently the players were just they just couldn't connect with him they did not they were not motivated anymore he had lost the locker room uh, as they say well because they weren't tough right they're not under pressure <laughs> yes yeah apparently they you need to have your kids need to be held hostage for you yeah. to score some goals that's it <laughs> yo they gotta meet you by the car because <laughs> uh, yeah the standards for brad friedel of of the sense of danger for your own yeah. life when you want to just kick a ball around it's good it's spicy, it's spicy. come on <laughs> <laughs> I feel a little danger. Put a gun on the table, <laughs> <laughs> you know. So, uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm happy. Uh, I'm happy for them. I, like, I look. This is for almost for like the New England Revolution. This is their playoffs. This is their MLS Cup. Just the fact that they that, that something changed. Yeah. Not and the you know they've had a couple coaches, but really. The GM, the GM was there for 14 years, 14, 14 years. And then, so the last time they, uh, they, I believe they were at MLS cup in 2014. Right. But the last, uh, and then they went to the U S open cup final, I think in 2016, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but the last, what, three, four years have been horrid. Abysmal. And, and at like how long, how long is that leash, you know, right. uh, for for a GM? Because the, the and, and then on top of that, it's just like the the the, the terrible attendances and all this other stuff. Like it, it, for a team that was like, you know, what they went three three MLS Cup finals in a row. Yeah, they had like Clint Dempsey on the team back Dempsey, in the day. Dempsey, like, Jermaine Jones, obviously Taylor Twelman, all these people. Uh, the club has a lot of history. He's a little out of touch. They were the Atlanta United before Atlanta United. Yeah, and now. <laughs> Now they got Bruce Arena in there. Hey, they do. So uh, hopefully we'll see what he does. I mean, I'm excited to see him coach his first game and see what they do. See the, see the, you know, some of those changes. Uh, Cause everybody's getting fired out in MLS. That's it. So we have three, three coaches fired. Alan Koch, uh, Anthony Hudson, Anthony Hudson, and Brad Friedel. Brad Friedel. Um, all right. So I'm, so before we continue, let's uh, we got to give a shout out to our sponsor for oh, today. Oh baby, SeatGeek. Geek always looking out for you. Yes. Looking out for our listeners. That's it. Look, you want a good deal on tickets? I mean, you try to find someplace better. Why? They actually did the research already. They pull all the ticket aggregators and all the ticket sellers together. All the nerds. Yeah, and it's, here's it's what they geek, say. Geek is right in the name. It's in there. They're like, <laughs> yo, don't go trying to do your own thing. Like, when my computer breaks, I call Christian. I say, dude, bit of a geek when it comes to this, okay? You <laughs> He's like, this. let's call the virgin. Yeah, and right? And like, yo, if you want a seat to an event... Yo, go right to SeatGeek. You pull the app up. It searches all the people selling tickets. And you know what it does? It gives you the best possible deal. And even if the tickets are wild expensive, it'll have like these uh, little, uh, you know, color codes. Green. Yo, that's a great deal. Get that right now. Yellow. It's starting to get up there. Red. Like, yo, this is the best we found for you. And you know you're going to get the best possible deal no matter what. If it's available, it's a good deal. They'll find it for you, and it gets even sweeter. That's right. And make sure uh, if you if you use the promo code, 
Cooligans, you will get $10 off your first purchase. And make sure, the, like, well, the game is coming up. Uh, the women's national team, I, but they, they are playing uh, They're playing Mexico uh, at Rebel Arena, which I'm super excited right. about. Uh, and uh, we get, I'm, I'm going to try to go to that game. We can use a, uh, our promo code uh, on SeatGeek. Just download the app, use our promo code Cooligans, and boom. Yo, $10. $10 off. You want to bring a friend to the game? It's going to be a big game. This is, uh, we're prepping for, uh, for the World Cup coming up. So this is uh, this is one you don't want to miss. So make sure uh, you go check that out. All right. So, you want to go to a comedy club? Anything. Anything. Any event. Any, anything. And you want to see us? Bruh. Go to SeatGeek. Go to SeatGeek. All right. So uh, let us discuss uh, a couple other things uh, inside. Oh, you know what? Before we get into uh, uh, some. That's the fifth uh, time you say that. American <laughs> talker stuff. You know, this, uh, you know, I, look. I have a list of stuff that I want to talk about up here. Right. You know, I'm 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 the I'm the quarterback yeah. of this show. And I got seamless pulled and, up on my computer. <laughs> and right now I got about six interceptions. All right. <laughs> I'm not having the best game. You're going a lot of audibles. <laughs> okay. My my earpiece ain't working. I can't communicate with my I coach. I can't hear <laughs> what you want me to do. <laughs> but we should talk about Champions League uh last week because that happened uh you know before we recorded. This is uh, the worst case scenario for me as an Arsenal fan. <laughs> Why? Why the worst case scenario? Because if we, if Arsenal, Arsenal and Chelsea are competing for the Europa League title, yes, Tottenham, Tottenham and Liverpool, who we all expected, who didn't buy anybody, <laughs> Tottenham and Liverpool are competing for the Champions League title. So here's the only scenario in which, as an Arsenal fan, I'm happy is Tottenham losing Champions League. Okay. That's it. Because if we lose and they win, wild embarrassing. <laughs> yes, we can't win Europa and they're out here winning Champions League. If we win Europa and they win Champions League. Mm. That's rough. That's rough. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be a tough time. Uh, now we're like, yo, we won Europa. Oh, these guys we hate <laughs> won a better trophy. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. You won't live it down. So this is it. Tottenham has never won the Champions League. No, no, of never. course not. <laughs> I don't like. I don't follow Tottenham. By the way, like neither that. is Arsenal, which is why I'm saying this, right? Oh, they haven't won it. No. Oh, I thought they did. I thought so, they won it with Henri, but they never. No, did. No, they did not. They went to the. Uh, they played against Barcelona. Okay. I'm gonna just make sure because I'm pretty sure they've never won. So, so okay. But here's the thing. Imagine a scenario in which Arsenal wins and Tottenham loses. Ha, they didn't win any trophies. We got one. Yeah. That's it. If we both lose, that's fine. That's it. Wash your hands. Bad season. <laughs> we move on. Imagine Tottenham wins. <laughs> Some people listening are Tottenham fans and they would like them to win. I want them to lose. <laughs> but no, the 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 games themselves were Absolutely insane, right? I mean, the, the the second leg between Liverpool and Barcelona and Ajax and Tottenham, uh, we, we at least have to address. We don't normally talk about the inferior UEFA Champions League because we, we're all about CONCACAF Champions League, obviously. But uh, these that second game, how the hell did Liverpool win 4-0 against Barcelona? Against Barcelona. <laughs> Remember, my prediction was that they would lose. Uh, they would lose to Barcelona. Right. And then they were like in aggregate. Yeah. And then they would come home. No, that they would lose to Barcelona first, at, at Camp Nou, mm -hmm. but then they would come home and they would win an emotional game. That wouldn't be enough. Boy, was I wrong? No, no. Yeah. There was a plenty of emotion and plenty of goals. Yeah. Oh, and boy, was it enough. <laughs> yeah. The fact that, uh, the Barcelona, um, 
I, I look, I, I can understand them not scoring goals, but they're up three nil, right? This is this. Sh- this should be. I, I like yeah. what happened. But just park, park the bus. Have a good old, have a good trip in England. What are we doing? <laughs> just what? What is? I don't know what the bring the, out the old the five lack, five zero. <laughs> the lack of urgency yeah. to stop them from scoring uh, was just insane. I know. I'm credit to Liverpool. They were incredible. They saw an open. They saw an opening. That and last they goal. That fourth through. goal. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Trent Alexander Arnold. That whole move. All three of them had a great game. Had a great goal. <laughs> Trent out a good one. Alexander Arnold. All I, three it was uh, Origi and uh, Wijnaldum that scored. The two both had a brace. Origi. Imagine I told you that's the guy that scores the winner to go to the Champions League final against Barcelona after being down three goals. Yeah. Crazy. What? He was the dude that. That, uh, you know, when Jordan Pickford hit the ball, kept the ball in when it was yeah. uh, against uh, in the Merseyside Derby and uh, Origi was there to uh, head the ball in and stuff like that. Uh, you don't expect much out of him, uh, but he, that's he's not the guy you become, expect to see. They, they had no Mo Salah and no uh, Bobby Firmino. Mo Salah sitting in the stands. With with his shirt that says "Never give up" or "Why not us?" Something. Do- <laughs> no, something. Never yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Mario Balotelli. Mar- yeah. Did Balotelli no, play for Liverpool? Uh, why always me? Why always me? Yeah, he did play for Liverpool. He did play for Liverpool. Yeah, right? I'm not crazy. He played for City after that. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. just in, insanity uh, through uh, through Champions League. We're not sort of especially second legs are. Uh, and then Tottenham. <laughs> Tottenham beating. Hold uh, on, Ajax letting Tottenham <laughs> win. <laughs> it, it, that, that was uh, this is Ajax the, at home. Was that Lucas Mora last get second a hat goal? trick? Jesus. Just really, just it, it, unbelievable. Uh, and Ajax was like really the Cinderella story. I thought they were going to win the whole thing. Yeah, just absolutely incredible. They what they beat Juventus, they beat Real Madrid. Yeah, it took all the, the like the incredible teams that nobody would ever think that Ajax could get past uh, and handle them. They were Arya Stark. <laughs> That's right. But we don't know how that episode's going to be. <laughs> okay, we're all on the edge of our seats. I, I I'm I struggle with Game of Thrones uh, because I I usually can't. Can't watch it. You're like damn magic for me. No, no, but I can't. Yeah, I usually can't watch it. The the, the when it li- when airs it, live, yeah, we can't because we're out. We're yeah, and then but I it, before there used to be like a one day, two day window, like usually a forty hour window for spoilers on Twitter. But all of a sudden, that's, nobody cares no, about that anymore. No, because they're memeing everything. The rules are gone. Yeah, they're no, just done. There's no rules. It's, it's uh, psychotic. So uh, so the final is going to be uh, between uh, all four. All four Europa and your your and uh, Champions League. All four in England, like we all said, the England, the greatest soccer nation <laughs> in the world. We've been saying it since day one. <laughs> since day one, it's called football. Yeah, how <laughs> dare you say anything else? <laughs> and yo, shouts to Arsenal, shouts to Europa League doing their uh, doing their final in Baku. Yeah, which, which sounds like a plan- Mkhitaryan can't go. It sounds like a planet in Star Wars, yeah, yeah. Baku, right? So, <laughs> which is, uh, yeah, he can't go. So, what they don't like allow Armenians? Do they have an issue with Armenians? What? What's the? I have no. I think he's. I thought he was Albanian. No, he's Armenian. Is he? Yeah, yeah. But there was. It's like I don't look. 
I don't understand. I mean, I know there was an Armenian genocide. Yes. But I don't, like, because of my not. Let's be honest. Bakunos is a bit removed from the constant <laughs> no, stream of saying, what the hell's going on in our country. I don't know why people hate Armenians. Like, I know I know that people hate Armenians yeah. for some reason, but I, I've never. I think it's the Kardashians. I think they've ruined it for everybody. <laughs> they, they started it. Yeah. Right? No, they, there's like a, a, a I, I know it started, it's like World War One. There's like a bunch of other things that happen, but I don't. I don't specifically understand what Armenians ever did to people that makes them just hate. <laughs> What'd you do to people? <laughs> don't understand it whatsoever. Like American racism, I get because yeah. I, it's, it's we're a, here, we're we, here. We figured we get it the out. context, yeah. but pl- please fill me in or maybe send me a documentary of why people hate Armenians because <laughs> yeah, I would like to know why. I don't want to hate them. I will. I will denounce the documentary that hates the the, uh, the Armenians. Right. But. I, I would love to understand why Henrik Mkhitaryan cannot go to a country to play soccer. Apparently, FIFA can't uh, promise his safety, which is insane and strange. What? Why? Like, they, why even make that comment? That, that you're like, ah, what happens? I, happens. What happens? Look, I don't know. I mean, like, look, we walk look, in, we turn our back. <laughs> if anything happens, I'm just going to go watch soccer. Yeah. All of a sudden, it's uh, like a mob thing. Like, it would be a shame if something were to happen <laughs> to you if you show up. <laughs> also, we can beat Chelsea without Mkhitaryan, but it's it's we should be allowed to take out one of their players. Yeah, you got any Armenian guys on your yeah. team? <laughs> I'm just spreading rumors. <laughs> I, I, Angola Conte is Armenian. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure he's Armenian. Yeah, I Yo, don't you know. Probably shouldn't go to Baku. You bro. might not go. You might want to. You might want to go Baku home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ridiculous! Oh. So, uh, yeah, so I, I'm actually, I, I think I'm uh, excited. I'm pretty excited about the Europa League final. I think that's going to be a really good game. I, it's I think, be a good one. I mean, I think Liverpool is a much better team than Tottenham. So I sort of expect, even though as an Everton please, fan. Please stop talking. As an Everton fan. <laughs> this is just going to play in my head as <laughs> I'm watching difficult. Tottenham win in the last second. It's difficult. Even with the last uh, day of the, uh, of the Premier League, right? Man City won and they were down to Brighton. Brighton, it was up 1-0 and it was just it craziness at, at Anfield. They thought they I had I believe it. they say scenes. They were scenes. Oh, that's right. That's right. Scenes. <laughs> but uh, and did you hear of this? Uh, th- apparently there was a prank. So there, uh, so Liverpool was playing against Wolves. And Wolves, Wolves fans started occasionally celebrating uh, so that they could, could like trick Liverpool fans into thinking that Brighton had scored again in their game. So they, they would be this like uproar and you would never really understand where it was almost distracting to the Liverpool players. Cause then all of a sudden they think like, Oh, we're winning. We're going to win the league and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. So apparently that this was a real prank that the Wolves fans at Anfield were, uh, uh, you know, fake celebrating. Daryl Grove is at the, is at the, <laughs> the bottom of this. I know that. Wait, no, he's, he's at the, well, yeah, he's, he's definitely the mastermind. Yeah, this is a very English prank. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, but yeah, but it was an entertaining thing, but even the, but Liverpool is a very good team. They've been, uh, look, They're what, incredible team this year. What, two, one point, two points behind, um, behind, uh, Man City. It's yeah. just like, it, it's took them to the brink. Exactly. And, uh, and look, I look, I'm, I'm an Arsenal fan. We're in fifth place. I hope Liverpool wins because then that means that Arsenal gets into Champions League, right? Because uh, Liverpool finished second. No, well, if Arsenal win Champions Europa. League, you win Europa, then, then you're in Champions, Champions League. League. But if they lose and Liverpool does. So wait, if Arsenal wins and Liverpool wins. Then it goes back. Now it's another now it's spot. Manchester United. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be Manchester United gets would in. get into Champions League. Yeah, I don't want that to happen. <laughs> Just a whole bunch of uh, yeah. different scenarios that make Alexis unhappy. Yeah. Uh, so 
The but it, it is going to be entertaining, and we do. And the reason we're talking about this is because we have a huge announcement uh, to make. So June first, the Champions League final uh, is happening. That is when uh, it's going to happen. And I wonder, we should like do something. What do you mean? We should do something. We should do something that day. Oh, we should do something. Yeah, I feel like we should yeah. kind of uh, have a little, have a fun little time with it. Yeah. Uh, but we are going to do something. That's that day. right. We are. That's <laughs> what I'm trying to lead you to it. So uh, the Cooligans <laughs> will be hosting a Champions League final uh, at the Bohemian Beer Garden in Queens. In Queens, in Astoria. This is going to be so dope. So if you've never been there, this place is huge. Yes. Big, big, big backyard. Please great, don't uh, rain that day. Uh, yeah, I hope that's that's the yeah. only thing we hope. Uh, Please. So um, great uh, place. Like. We've a lot of comedians will celebrate birthdays and stuff there. There's like all these big picnic baskets outside. Great food, great drinks. Yeah, you come out, you hang out. They got a huge projector there to watch the game. Yeah, come dude, through. come through. So it is. Uh, it's a free event. It's open to the public. Uh, you just have to RSVP. We're gonna get you all that information. We're gonna email you uh, all those things. Tim said, and there's beer. There is beer for sure. Okay, yeah, a beer garden should have beer. Be weird if it didn't, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's a beer garden. It's also a BYO. So. <laughs> You got to bring your own garden. Too. It's a beer garden, but yeah. uh, we only serve yeah. gin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, sir, is this your just your driveway? Uh-huh. <laughs> so, uh huh. So, so that's June first, the Champions League final. We're gonna be there pretty much uh, before a bit before the game, a little bit after the whole yeah. throughout the whole thing. Come we're gonna be out. hosting. Uh, we're gonna be telling jokes, having a good time, having a good, uh, just making people laugh, uh, making them enjoy the Champions League final a little bit more. So, and we'll be is, there from 2 o'clock on. So just come chill with us. Come through. Uh, so that's going to be dope. So that's, again, the Bohemian Beer Garden in Astoria. In 2919, 24th Ave, Astoria, New York. Come yeah, exactly. On. So come through. So that, that's going to be super exciting. So the uh, so we're excited about that. And so let's, we're excited about a couple other things. Wait, also, this Saturday. What's uh, what's Oh, yeah. This Saturday, I got some pretty dope news, huh? Your boy is going to be on the HQ app. That's right. Uh, congrats, Thank Alexis. You. Alexis is going to shouts to me. Shouts to Alexis. Yeah, Alexis is going to be on the HQ app, and I'm sure a lot of people listening to this probably go on trivia and and, and play the game. Please do. HQ. So uh, Saturday at 8, 8 p.m. So yeah, this is 8 p.m. Eastern. So um, I'm going to be hosting HQ Sports. If you go, if you download the HQ Trivia app, they've got a couple different games. Uh, they got HQ, the main trivia game. Uh, our boy Matt Richards is the host of that. Yeah. Um, over on eight, uh, HQ Words, uh, one of our good friends. I think. You you know Anna Royceman, right? Do I know, you know Anna Royceman. Yeah, yeah she's she, the host her, of that. her boyfriend Jared Hacker plays on Cooligans FC. Cool, but Cooligans FC, but Cooligans all over this joint. That's it, bro. Yeah, and then HQ Sports, your boy. Alexis Guerrero. Get it. So uh, I'm going to be live on that app. And by the way, if you don't have the app, it would mean a lot to me and us if you were to download it and you could just leave a couple dope comments. Let them know that you are excited about me being. I want to see a bunch of, yo, this is the gulliest host on HQ. How about this? I might just call myself that. Honestly, <laughs> I'm, I, honestly I might just do it on the whole app. They shut the whole thing down. It ain't live no more. This okay. is, it's not, you know what? Now it's a takeover. Uh, yeah. We need a four hour tape delay for Alexis. <laughs> <laughs> That's how many swear words he knows. <laughs> Please stop beating the chopped cheese. We're live. So, uh, so that's awesome. It's huge uh, for for Alexis. Yeah. Huge for the Cooligans. Uh, go on the HQ Sports. Uh, go on the HQ app and, yeah. and those in the sports section. Set Saturday. that alert. Set that alert. As soon as you log in, it tells you to set the alert for HQ Sports Saturday this Saturday at eight p.m. 
Your boy is on there. Say something nice. Make me feel welcome. Let them know that I need to be there and getting paid. Please. That's it. All Let, right. Make sure wifey doesn't divorce me. <laughs> this okay. is all on you. You're gonna you oh wait, you don't want to save Alexis's marriage? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Why are you being a thought for? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh so congrats and and make sure you uh you download the app and 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 support Alexis. So uh all right, so let's get into a couple other things going on in the American soccer sphere. It's gonna be uh, so uh, many things happening. We uh, let uh, let's talk about Jesse's artist real quick. Jesse's artist <laughs> getting paid the most. Not I didn't. No one saw this level up coming. <laughs> Nobody. This was uh, a little bit of a surprise, but I'm not gonna say. I'm He's not gonna. He's a DP now. It's a DP. Not well earned. Well really? Earned. I I would totally agree. Well earned. I mean, he's he's been uh, incredibly reliable for uh, for Columbus, and especially last year he was scoring a bunch of goals. I, I mean, I don't know exactly how much he's he's not making David Villa money. I know that. No, he's not. They didn't. They bumped him up. They probably bumped him up so they could pay him down with Tam. Uh, no, I don't think they would make this announcement if they were going to just pay him down. Why? Why? No, do- you have to become a DP in order to get paid down with Tam. I understand that, but why make this big announcement? Like, yo, we gave. Jazzy's artist is uh, DP status, because and now still, we're going to pay him down. No, no, no. You just use the TAM to buy it out of a DP contract. I understand that you but can it does do it, But he doesn't lose that money. No, he doesn't lose any money. So it doesn't matter. The announcement is still great. You're a DP now. <laughs> so, it doesn't matter if they're on the spreadsheet. TAM is deducting from it. Uh, yeah, but, uh, I, but he's not. he would not be a DP. He would not be a DP if they deducted with Tam. He would not be a DP. That is true. So it's like, I'm just saying, why write the article? That's all disrespectful. Because <laughs> it's just like, here, you buddy, got- you got promoted. <laughs> We're going to demote you. <laughs> yeah, you're going to keep your money. Yeah. But no, the, the, take take off that, that pin. Take yeah. off that label. <laughs> also, you can enjoy the cake, but this comes out of your pants. <laughs> <laughs> they rip off the name tag, but, yeah. but here's a bonus. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but no, this is a, a big deal, obviously. I, I, like I said, I think very much well-earned. Uh, Jazzy Zardes, you know, we, we... 27, so this is his peak, right? Yeah. You get it for three or four more years. That's a good buy. Mm-hmm. The guy knows the league. He's scoring goals. 19 goals in his first season with the crew. Yeah, I know? don't know. I don't know what the exact money is. Uh, I imagine it's what it's over 700 right over 700 750 right right to be a dp to be a dp so yeah. i think i mean maybe he's like maybe at a million like right around there is my no, guess he's making 750 being a professional soccer player every year it's pretty good that's, that's we pretty take good. that one year and we <laughs> sign off for like the next 10 <laughs> okay i'll make it last <laughs> <laughs> Yo, don't worry about it bro where can i microwave this couple of noodles because <laughs> i don't have a microwave i do not want to waste that money <laughs> no nah, i don't believe in it <laughs> so, um, but, uh, I, yeah, I think it's a, a big move and, uh, you know, it, it, it sort of begs the question of like, is what the hell is Tim Bezbachenko doing? Is that the question you <laughs> no, had? No, what is, uh, Columbus, you know, th- this is not the, the, the sexy DP signing we're sort of used to. Uh, but the, but the, it is a very Columbus DP signing though. Right. I, I know they went out and got uh Pipa, right? But like other than that, uh, who's the other DP? I hate that. I, I don't not remember. Santos. What's his I name? I think it might be Pedro Santos. I don't know. Is it? I think it might be him, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Regardless, uh, the, but I, I think to, to give the, to, to, the fact that a player can earn the trust to earn this kind of money is a good sign for the culture of the team. That's what I'm saying. So yeah, you're not wrong. Look, he scores, he's scoring right now this year. So far, he's got four goals. In 12 games. Not terrible. Not terrible. It's, it, it's, is that DP level? I don't know. 
That's yeah, but you, but you also risk losing him, right? Like he could probably get more money somewhere else. I mean, there's other teams that desperately need. I mean, I'm, come on. What? Who's giving him more money? You don't think so? If he's making half a million, you think someone's going to be like, we need this guy for 750? I think he could. He's at the age where like he could be he's closer to like that MLS free agency. And there's a possibility that, that you don't think Colorado would pay Jazzy's artists a million dollars to be on that team. That's I think I think Colorado. Would, he can negotiate. I'm yeah. just saying that he's he was he has he has a little. Colorado's bit. been enough mistakes where they would do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying uh, he's. I, I think it's uh, again. I, I think it's certain. I, th- I don't think it's a bad move. It's just not. Uh, not I don't a think sexy it's a bad move either. Yeah. I just think I don't know that that's the most efficient way to spend that money. Sure, but look, Columbus in the next couple of years, they're, they're gonna have a new stadium. They, when they get that new stadium, that's when they're going to splash the cash. And I, you think? I guess so, another Argentine and yeah, do something yeah. crazy, you know? Maybe uh, nuts. <laughs> Building so, a Sado station in that new stadium. <laughs> so I, I think they this this is to, you know, right the ship. And, and Columbus, they're having a, a tough couple stretch of games. But, um, you know, I, again, I think this is just a move to steady everything and whatever. So um, let's talk about the next thing. Uh, this was also, this was in The Athletic. Uh, article from Paul Tenorio, our, 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 our just homie, one of the best, one of the best human beings, really is one of the best. We um, got to have him on the show again. Yeah, it's, it's been, been so long, been too long, been too long. So, um, uh, so we were talking about the the rumors about Chicago Fire mm-hmm. leaving uh, uh, Bridgeview, and, and everyone's uh, like, "Oh, it's not set in stone." Well, it is now. <laughs> well, it is now. So it's official. Uh, Chicago Fire will be leaving. They will be playing their games at Soldier Field, and now we sort of know the details of what's going to be happening because we know that they were. We knew that they were in in a, a lease that m- might as well been shackles. Yeah, they were yeah just, basically, <laughs> you, they couldn't play games outside of that stadium. That was the issue. Yes, and it's not even like even if you just keep paying the rent here you can go elsewhere they were not even allowed to do that yeah so that and that's they they've amended their lease to allow them to play elsewhere and and i i think they have to pay the city a, a bridge 64 million something along those lines 60 plus million but also it gives Bridgeview the, the the actual village of Bridgeview, the town. It gives them control over concerts and stuff at that stadium. Okay, so they've pretty much given up all control, but I guess they're still paying. Well, they have to, right? They are. They're in. Uh, it's like trying to get out of a, a cell phone contract. You ain't leaving. You, no. you, <laughs> it's like a lease. Like you could give us the car, <laughs> but you're gonna keep paying for it. I don't care. Honestly, I don't care what you do with it. But I I just know I need to know that my that money's gonna be in my bank account. Can I tell you something that has nothing to do with Chicago Fire? Or yeah. soccer, I drove somebody to a show, right? Yeah. We drove. I drove three people. I was only supposed to. I was supposed to drive three people. So the one person was not even a comedian. They were a videographer. Mm-hmm. They invited a guest without telling me into my car. Okay, right. And here's what the two of them started doing. They started mixing drinks in open cups. <laughs> okay, well, not a U.S. open cup. <laughs> Just an open plastic cup were you, in a car. Were you driving around uh, college freshmen? What was <laughs> These were adults. <laughs> older than me. Okay. Open cups in the backseat of a car. I mean, there's adults younger than you. Trust me, Alexis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, not really, because I'm totally 23. But could you imagine that? Uh, yes, I can. I, I mean, it's not the most egregious thing, but I... Open cups in a car that's not yours. It's, it's not good. It's not good, but I mean, you, I'm not, it's not an Uber. It's not an Uber, no. And it's not water. If it's water, I'd be like, all right, if it spills, it spills. 
I mean, it's we yeah. got orange juice and vodka <laughs> in open cups. That's, that's the more the, you're. I feel like you're stuck on the open cup thing. I'm I'm more uh, stuck on the fact that they were mixing drinks uh, in the back of a car like children. But I don't care if you mix drinks into like a Poland spring bottle. <laughs> okay, something with a top. I, I would care if they were mixing drinks at all. Why? Who, why do who that? Who cares about? Put it in the top. If you got like a you know a Starbucks cup, fine. Open cup. Spilling all over my car. Speaking of open cup, and uh, catch on. it on ESPN Plus <laughs> this week. <laughs> and then the guy does it on the way back. Wow. The fact that you let him in your car again is really, that's, that's I, a surprise. I try not to. The guy who produced the show was like, please, and we promised him you drive him back. <sighs> hey, man. Look. And here's what I did. I blew up a spot in the group chat. Took a picture of it. I said, this is why you don't have open cups in cars. A little stain on my seat. <laughs> You got shame, bro. Wow. Let me know. Yo, tweet at us. <laughs> Ain't this fucked up? You having open cups? You can't have open cups in somebody else's car. It's a rule. Okay. I'm, I'm learning of this rule today. Uh, you would bring an open cup of something other than water in, an, in another person's car. Um, I would. Yes, I, w- I wouldn't mix drinks. I wouldn't risk the, the drink spilling, but I would. That's what an open cup is, is an opportunity for the drink to spill. Yes, but when you're mixing drinks, that's clearly much more risque behavior than just drinking out of an open cup. As opposed to having, you know, what, soda in a cup by itself? <laughs> you yeah, think it's you know worse what? because I had a little whiskey to it? Wow, you were really right. This really wasn't about soccer or comedy or anything. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just very upset. I want to hear what the fans have to say. Glad- Let me know on a scale of what to 10. How ridiculous is that? 10 being, <laughs> I should have kicked him out of my car. <laughs> out of the moving car. Yeah, that's yeah. what I wanted to do. Legitimately, he was going to pull over on the highway and be like, get out. Uh, get so, an Uber. look, r- regardless. Chicago, <laughs> the fire, they're going to be playing their games in Soldier Field probably sooner than later. Uh, it's going to be very interesting. It's an opportunity for them to to connect with a fan base that maybe uh, didn't want to travel to Bridgeview or or maybe some new fans that had never been to a game. Well, the article didn't mention anything about the potential rebrand, which I know is a big sticking point for the fan base. Yes, yes. Uh, so I wonder how that's going to happen. But let's say whether they keep the name or not. Let's say they're keeping, hypothetically, they're keeping uh, Chicago Fire as their name. What do you think about them moving to Soldier Field? Do you think that makes a difference? Uh, based on the, the, the all the sort of complaints I've heard about traveling and, and sitting in traffic and going to games or or going to noon games uh, at Bridgeview, you know, like mm-hmm. yo, it's like if you go to a tailgate, you know, a <laughs> ten a.m., nine a.m. tailgate. Oof. For a 1 p.m. game or noon game, like that, yo, that's rough. That's man. rough. It's not the it's not the best kind of you know in stadium fan experience. Not at all. So I understand. So for there's going to be there's going to be pros and cons, but hopefully again this just leads to a new stadium in Chicago. That's really what they desperately need. We're we're done with MLS, you know, 1.0 stadiums in the suburbs. Like that's it. It's just like we, they have to push for this, and yeah, they're gonna they they have that they have a, a ridiculous debt that they will have to to Bridgeview, but hopefully, you know, they maybe they get a new stadium and and you know they sell that out all the time, and maybe they huge signings. And I they, don't know this this nut of sixty something million that's gonna stop them, I think, from being able to get big names or it's it's or a building a stadium. It's, I, it's, a, it's a nightmare, but, but them leaving Bridgeview is, is just a slightly less paramount. of a nightmare. Yeah. It's paramount. They're, they're doing just, it now. They got step one. 
Uh, maybe they go bankrupt. Maybe they, they'll, the rebrand will be the the, the <laughs> Chicago uh, the Chicago pay, PayPal's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the, the Chicago chapter 11 yeah <laughs> thank you for buying season tickets also don't forget to join our patreon <laughs> all right for exclusive access to 11 players as opposed to nine we, yeah. we we if you don't we don't have enough patreon members we can't get a, a goalkeeper we can't feel the team so <laughs> hey man yeah. um, how much do you love our product exactly uh, <laughs> hey uh please let one of our academy kids sleep in your basement <laughs> he doesn't even need a bed. Just give him a nice nook in the corner. <laughs> yeah, he brings his own air mattress. Thanks again to user 6969 for giving us all those air mattresses. <laughs> okay, it's a real community effort. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, so we hope for the best for them, man, uh, because we love Chicago and we love all those uh, fire fans. DJ Step is about to get a nice little DJ booth. At, uh, at Soldier, Soldier Field. Field. Okay. Oh, yeah. That'd be dope. Stepped it up. All right. No pun. In- Every pun intended. Yeah, actually. all intended. Uh, last thing I want to say. Also, DJ Step, let me know what you think about open cups and cards. <laughs> <laughs> so, the um, the last thing I wanted to talk about before we get to our, our interviews. And what you want to talk about the game, uh, a couple of the games before our interviews or after our interviews? What let's, do you think? Do about, let's do it before. Let's just end on the interviews. Okay, that's what we'll do. Let's give them the good and then we move on. Okay, cool. So, the um, uh, other thing I wanted to talk about is at Atlanta United, right? So, um, uh, Felipe Cardenas, uh, we've, uh, we've hung out with at the, great dude at the Qureshi stronghold in yeah, Atlanta. Yeah. Some people, you know, what, um, the Qureshi estate. It, it's, it's funny. Cause we, we, we would tell the story uh, about, uh, hanging out with all the journalists in Atlanta, uh, where we, so, uh, uh, George Qureshi, uh, formerly of the howler, currently of the athletic, right. When he goes to Atlanta, he rents out this Airbnb and, and he then he was a little fiesta and he has a little, like a little party. He fiesta, invites the fiesta. Wait, I know R Kelly songs. <laughs> Never mind. What is that? Um, Wyclef singing that part or R. No, Kelly? that's him and Jay-Z. That was their song. Fiesta, fiesta. Yeah. What's that? Oh, Wyclef was in that one. No. Okay. Anyway, I don't know why I thought that. Anyway, um, the, uh, so we would have like a like a late night. Do people complain of, about this? No, no, no. People asking about it. They would be. They would ask uh, me like to tell to tell them stories about this. I forgot who it was. Somebody was talking to me like, "Yo, what's that like? Like hanging out with all the journalists and stuff like that." And I don't really even think about. it. I'm like, these just a bunch of nerd ass writers. Of, yeah, you know, nerdy I'm, writers. We're all dork, checking their notes. We're dorky comedians. Yeah. It's like, yeah. So we just hang out. But apparently, we come in. We're like, give me that. What's this? <laughs> I got drinking all your booze. <laughs> so apparently, that is like for look for a lot of the soccer nerds. The American soccer nerds, that is like, uh, uh, that's a big time party. You know, the, you know, the, the, the Tenorios, like the Qureshis, the Warshaws, uh, Taylor Snavely. Rockwell, Daryl Go Snavely, yeah. you know, that everybody's like, yo, they're all together. If, if that room exploded, yeah. soccer writing would be done. For- done. <laughs> Grant Wall doing lines. Off- <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, he's writing lines. This guy is writing. <laughs> bylines. I have bylines, of course. He with sources. <laughs> Mexican source. <laughs> I'm only joking. He's not invited. Uh, <laughs> he would be. Why not? It would well, be great to see Grant Wall. I party. would love it. Yeah, I would dope. love to see him party. Yeah, dude. <laughs> How does he get down? <laughs> so the uh, also so people would ask me about that. Yeah. Anyways, but we met Felipe at this party also. Uh, yeah, he's we a great dude. Yeah, we've hung out with him every time we've been in Atlanta because yeah, he's the Atlanta great beat dude, writer he this for great, the Athletic. Great article about uh, on the Athletic about um, about the about Pete Martinez. A lot of the South American players, as, as uh, particularly Pete Martinez, being perturbed by the fact that media has access to the locker room. Apparently, in South America, 
Imagine how shaken up he'd be at this party. There's too many of them here. You know? <laughs> oh, my God. It's uh, like claustrophobia. Ah. Right? <laughs> They're asking me so many questions. I so can't. many specific questions to the game I play. <laughs> it's almost as if this was part of my job. So apparently the South American players are, are a little weirded out by the fact that, that uh, you know, the, apparently the locker room is more of a sanctuary and the, the, uh, that journalists are not allowed in there. So they sort of feel like it's overstepping a boundary and uh, they, they feel like it's a, it's a, it's a almost a disrespect to the culture of the sport. Can we call it a trade-off for not having to play with barbed wire around you? <laughs> huh? Can we call it a trade-off for not having, you know, SWAT teams surrounding you? How about no one's throwing anything at you? Why don't we just call that a trade-off? Why don't we just say, if you don't want the reporters in there, we'll bring back the violence. Sure. Yeah. You take some, uh, yeah. you leave some, yeah. Yeah, that's a- How about the fact that heads of supporters groups here are essentially computer nerds and not <laughs> gang leaders? <laughs> How about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh- chill. Someone's asking you a question right after your shower. I think you can handle it, buddy. <laughs> I think you can handle it. Uh, but yeah, apparently that was a uh, you know, it wasn't a thing that apparently came up, uh, you know, b- before this. But I guess because BT maybe having a, a bit of a rough year. Uh, and, and, and maybe people trying to figure out what is, is causing him like, what, what is so difficult getting acclimated and right. stuff like that. So I guess this is one of the, maybe, I don't know if, I'm not saying that this was an excuse of what, why things are, w- weren't going well, but this was, it, it kind of divided, I feel like uh, fans a little bit, like some people understood where PT was coming from. And then some people were like, this is, this is the American culture. Like this is, I think it's good to have that conversation and be like, yo, is it, is it too much access for reporters? You know what I mean? But also like not enough people are getting access to, you know, quality writing when it comes to soccer. So if that means someone's got to put a microphone in your face while you're, you know, putting on your uh, deodorant, Relax. Exactly, right? You'll be fine. Yeah. I'm sorry we didn't cover this when you were celebrating the fact that your check's actually going to come at the end of the month. <laughs> yeah, I think that's like the the the, the thing maybe uh, – look, not every player, but maybe the South American players are – they don't – maybe they don't totally understand how little the sport means to people here. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, like the masses. As far as like the mainstream, the mainstream is concerned. Yeah. yeah, like it's really – Bro, you get to go to the mall. You get to go to restaurants and nobody bothers you. Yeah. A reporter asked you a couple, and they're not even asking you like really tough questions. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, we were talking to. There's nowhere near the vitriol. If you if you heard our episode with um, Miguel Ibarra from uh, Minnesota United, he was talking about playing at uh, León and and being in Mexico, and and he 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 stepped away from the hotel to walk. You know, he was like, "Oh, I'm gonna just go to the deli or something and walk two blocks," and he got mobbed by yeah. people, and 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 his superiors were like. Yo, you why'd you go outside? You, you can't be yeah. just outside. No, it's insane. So there, there is that you're not a human being anymore. <laughs> you're a commodity now. You're not allowed to go outside. Yeah, and uh, I think that is a little bit lost on um, maybe some of the foreign players. Like that, they're not just here to play soccer. They're here to make the sport more relevant. Yeah, and there's a there's a bigger job. You're getting just- DP money not just to play well, but to help push that needle forward. Yeah. And and you know so the, the, this sanctity of the of the locker room. Sorry, we're nah, gonna man. we're gonna have to give that back a little bit. <laughs> okay, but no, check this out. Journal- Your kids can go all- to school without guns. All right, and just accept that all the journalists have seen your penis. All yeah. right, they've seen it. They know what it looks like. It's the first thing I looked for when I went in the locker room. You need to thank them for yeah. not writing in detail about it. Yeah. All right. 
<laughs> so, I'll never forget when we were in the locker room with Kale. The lady said to, uh, we were waiting to go in the locker room. Yes. Kale was our videographer and photographer for the Kale event. Kale Parker, shout out to Kale. Kale Parker, shout out to Kale. I hope you're enjoying Seattle. Um, we got to go out and hang out with her in Seattle. Let's go do an event in Seattle. Um, so uh, somebody, some lady was like, you know, if I were you, I'd be careful because when I was young or whatever, when I started, they didn't allow women in the locker room. Oh, that's right. I and she that. was bringing her 12-year-old uh, male child <laughs> into the locker room. Yeah, like, yeah. I think times have changed, lady. Also, <laughs> worry about your kid. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. We, look, and and we all saw Don. We all saw Don. We looked for it. <laughs> <laughs> We're just never going to get press credentials <laughs> no, ever again. <laughs> you're worried about the wrong person. I was looking straight at Tim Howard, like my man. You put your leg up while you're drying. It's your fault, Miss Robinson. <laughs> look, it's uh, whatever. Look, we try. We're, we're at least sincere about the fact that we are comics yes. and you know we when we go to locker we've only been to locker rooms at a, like all-star game like really games that didn't really really matter totally right. i mean uh, except we went in atlanta and uh, like we, we can't really be in a scrum we're not journalists we have like we don't ask the we don't ask we don't ask the questions <laughs> we don't that, like, ask these questions <laughs> we ain't asking you normal journal questions <laughs> so it's, it's it's not really our place or our environment we always feel a little weird like com- like uh, press conferences i'll always ask try to ask like a funny question but you're always like please don't raise it's, your hand it's Stop a, look, the mic. we have we, we have some respect for journalists and their job and that's it is their 100%. space but when you come when you step into our arena you know, get ready for yeah. for some some chuckles. A lot of bits <laughs> happening over here. Okay, because we we're gonna be trying out jokes on yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Oh so. hell yeah. That's why I enjoyed our show uh, from the World Cup Comedy Tour, our last show in Atlanta, because we had so many journalists and stuff with us on stage, and they had to be in our world. Yeah. Now you get to see what it's like when we're at a conference. Yeah, we can watch you fail now. Yeah, we can watch <laughs> you say something dumb. As I say every you time. You know what? It's not, this ain't no comment section, all right? No, hell the no, people bro. are right in front of you. <laughs> You're going to get instant feedback. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, but shout out to them, man. Like, we always, uh, uh, we, we try to merge those two worlds, but this is, the, the, the locker room is, the, the uh, to me, a clear delineation yeah. of, like, this is where the Cooligans are not real. This is not our strongest space. Also, this isn't where we can be ourselves. And the players are very. They're also very serious. They're either like uh, like emotional after a win or yeah. like terrible. You know, angry after a loss. And it's not the real. T- we're not here to be the clowns to try to no. cheer you up. We're not bringing bits in when you lose. <laughs> like, remember Graham Zussi was like, we're like him and quick, quick. He's like, sorry, man, I got to catch a plane. We're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do your thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, normally we'd be like, come on. You yeah. know, like we would like try to go him into like maybe a question or two. And he just stood there with his bag for like the next 10, like, 10 minutes. Oh, he's like, yeah, you got a game in 48 hours. Yeah. yeah maybe you do got to go. Uh, yeah. So we try not to bother people. We try not to, you know, get, get in people's faces. Exactly. You know, M- Michael Parkhurst, we made laugh a little bit. Yeah. But in, again, the All-Star game is a different environment. Where different environment. We could have a little bit of fun. But look, right, a regular season game, nah, man. These That's people, not, they, everybody's there to work. It's yeah. a very professional environment, so we try not to get uh, too ridiculous. Uh, we try so hard in those settings, even though it's very challenging for us because we we want to be silly. Well, shouts to Pete Martinez for his first goal, getting his first goal. So let's talk. Let's. They uh, asked him about the pressure. Did you hear what he said? What he said? The pressure that did you feel pressure? You know, sort of trying to score. And he goes, "I played for one of the biggest clubs in the world. This is no pressure at all." Yeah, right? so, a little shade. A little shade. A little bit. Okay. Well, I mean, also, 
people weren't happy with you because yeah. you were not playing well. <laughs> so I don't know. So maybe that's not the tone you take. Pressure. Not. <laughs> okay. I know. Yeah. I know there's no barbed wire and people with yeah, guns everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, you He's know. He's like, it's chill. I can walk wherever I want. No pressure at all. <laughs> but look, there is. A, He's like, what's going to happen? Relegation? Come on now. <laughs> there is a bit of a, a, a standard uh, with uh, Atlanta United fans. And they do want, you know, they want to do well. They want a nice, decent product out there. Yeah. They wrote hard for their team, too, which yeah. was dope. And the goal that he did score was great. And, and, it, and it was. Uh, in a derby, right against yeah. Orlando. Uh, well, not a derby, a rivalry because they're not in the same city. Oh, that's right. So, right. so they, uh, but he, the goal was incredible. I it mean, was an incredible goal. It, 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 long overdue because he was getting those great chances that were super close. He was hitting the bar all the time. We're starting to see the FDB system come through. We're starting to see it pay dividends. Yeah, you know, Julian Gressel's goal got overturned, but it looked pretty good. Like that, that movement mm-hmm. looked great. You know what? I think Julian Gressel is the. I want to say fulcrum of the team, man. He's, I'm going to he, say, yo, Julian Gressel, I never thought I'd say this respectfully, should be making Zardes money. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, so 100%. somebody, I, I think it was uh, uh, Rob uh, Usri or Usri. I don't know how to say it. I've never heard him say his last name. I don't know. I've but, never met the man. Um, but he, uh, uh, he I think he, he writes for um, a Dirty South Soccer. So, and he mentioned that, that Jazzy Zardes, is making the money he's making. Uh, meanwhile, Julian Gressel is clearly producing a ton more as a midfielder or a winger or whatever. You know, he's the dude is like we were talking about it. I think last week. I mean, the dude's going to get paid somewhere. Someone's got to give this guy money, whether it's this league or another league. Yeah, I could see him playing in Mexico. That would be lit. Yeah, you said that last time. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, all right. Keep saying the things you say already. Uh, again. Yo, so we, I was driving to this show. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but uh, uh, good game overall. And uh, then, uh, so let, let's talk about um, a, a couple other games real quick. Vancouver Whitecaps played against uh, uh, the Portland Timbers. Yo, and Vancouver looking we, good. We got to talk about this. We don't really talk. We don't talk about Vancouver too much. And, no. uh, and they, 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 you know, this is, uh, they, I believe, the first Cascadia uh, match if I'm not mistaken, amongst all the teams, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I don't remember, but the, they win one nil incredible goal from Freddie Montero. No, didn't, didn't uh, Seattle beat Portland? Seattle. I don't think they played Portland yet. I think they did. Okay. I don't know. I could be wrong. I'm fine being wrong. Uh, but the fact that, uh, uh, that Vancouver is, you know, cause I feel like they, all the highlights that they've sort of had this year, they had the, the, the dude that, um, uh, what's his name? They did the, the Panenka, uh, Lucas, was it Venudo? Yeah. Uh, uh, that he did the terrible Panenka that didn't even cross the line. <laughs> so so they, rough. They haven't had, uh, a, a great start, uh, so far, but the, but the fact that they uh, win, a, this is a big game for them. And, and the fact that they look good doing it, you know what? I, I actually do, uh, like watching a lot on, uh, on the team. Uh, they played him in the preseason, by the way. That was my bad. Okay. Yeah. You know how we uh, are on top of those preseason games. <laughs> Studying up. <laughs> watch them all. We, actually, I watch every MLS preseason game, every USL, every MPSL. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know. I got to hurry home to see Oxnard Guerreros. <laughs> my, my smart brother. Uh, but uh, I don't know. Inbom. Inbom. In, I think it's Inbom. Yeah. Uh, Huang Inbom. Uh, he's uh, the new signing uh, South Korean Great dude. Great. I love watching him play uh, on Vancouver. It looks like he's having a blast. Yes. Uh, but the fact that they still haven't, yeah, obviously new coach, they still have a lot to figure out, but the, the I think Freddie Montero. Yeah. They're in eighth place in the West. West is tough though this year. Uh, sure. I mean, it, it's, uh, 
it's basically LAFC and who else? Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, Seattle, Seattle also, I think maybe they can uh, uh, catch up, but it look it feels like LAFC is going to run away with the supporter shield. But right. even with Seattle has been another team that has been so honestly, they are, I don't know what's changed exactly. Maybe, uh, Ozzy, Ozzy Alonso leaving made the team a little bit uh, more, uh, I feel like quicker on the ball dynamic. I feel like Christian Rodan is uh, at the best I've ever seen him. He's, he's, on, he's on one. Defensively. Can we say that? Yeah. He's, he also looks like just, dude, rip it from anywhere you want. Exactly. The fact he's scoring those goals, awesome. Which is, you don't even really expect that from him. Right. But the fact that he is just, the the, the, the chemistry on the team is incredible. They they are playing. You know what they look like? They honestly look like NYCFC a little bit as far as like just being on the ball. They right. they are holding onto the ball. The, their possessions are great. The the movement is uh, immaculate. They 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 are. Seattle has never necessarily been an entertaining team to watch. They're good. They're fun. They have yeah, a lot of fun. Schmetzer up. ball isn't the most fun. Yeah, but now it's 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 feeling a little bit different where there's there's a lot of connection. In the midfield, right? Where, where I feel like we were more used to seeing it, Clint Dempsey, Obafemi Martins up front, like a lot of the, Jordan Morris just burning dudes, being faster than everybody. But now the midfield uh, is is incredibly entertaining. I mean, they, they're fun, and then they uh, they huge signings, right? They bring back Jovan Jones, uh, yep. and then they sign uh, um, uh, Ariaga from uh, 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 El Ecuador, the Barcelona in SC, SC, yeah, in Ecuador, Ecuador yeah. right? In Guayaquil, yeah. So, uh, they defensively they're looking because uh, let's be honest, Roman Torres looking like a little bit up there, a little, a little older, a yeah. little, little heavier, yeah. Uh, not really moving, uh, not as not as light on his feet as he used to right. be. So I would never say that to his face, <laughs> not ever. No, would, you respect that man. Yeah. He's a Panamanian hero. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, dude, he might be. Honestly, I, I would not be surprised if he becomes like president of Panama. I would not be shocked by that at not all. At all. That, that's like a, he is a god. There. He's a god. I mean, he got them into the World Cup. Yeah, with it, which first is, time, first time ever. So you award that man. With a short-term presidency. Yes. <laughs> yeah, let me get a couple months. He doesn't know what he's doing with the whole yeah, thing. You ain't got no <laughs> nuclear codes. We've managed to survive with a guy who doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> so give him a shot. But uh, Seattle, though, I mean, for all the things that are, they're doing well and not doing well, they've only lost once, and that's to LAFC. Yeah, yeah it was 4-1, but... That's it. The yeah. rest of the season's been pretty great for them. Exactly. So uh, all, another team, uh, all those, all those teams in the uh, Cascadia are looking uh, fun to watch. But let's we uh, let's talk about LA Galaxy against NYCFC. Uh, LA Galaxy wins this, uh, loses this game, yes. two 0 to NYCFC. Nobody thought they they nobody thought NYCFC would stand a chance. Not many people did, including us. <laughs> I, I disagree. Oh no! You la- thought they had a chance. The last couple games uh, where they played uh, away at DC United, away at Montreal, clean sheets all the time. They uh, uh, it. outside of a, of a couple defensive mistakes that I, I think they have gotten a little lucky in the post and things like that. Other right. teams in the post. Overall, this this three man back for NYCFC looking legit. James Sands. We were talking about him last week, but James Sands, Collins, and and Maxime Cheneau together, together, <sighs> unstoppable. Yeah, and apparently, so and there was a um, uh, somebody had posted a video. James Sands is what nineteen, eighteen. He is no, he's he's 18, eighteen, I believe, 18 seventeen or eighteen years old. He looks like all of a man out there. 
which it's it you again we, we just didn't expect that coming from someone so young especially to like uh, he is defensively smarter than his age yeah. And, oh, his his soccer IQ is out the out the out the door out the window. What do you say? What is? What is and the I, big I one? thought he was going to get pushed around. He's well. He's I, he's gotten himself a little bigger. Like yeah. a year ago, he was tiny. I mean, this is what happens when you're that uh, a kid. You, yeah. You know, you show up the next school year, exactly. and you're so much bigger and taller. Like, he just has happened? a Tom Selleck mustache next yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, Yo, Pulls Jay. up in his Harley, <laughs> <laughs> smoking a cigarette. Like, wow. Oh, the old the old ball and chains on my ass this morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My girlfriend's in college. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The old broad. <laughs> uh, you know, she's 23. Yeah. I think she's getting too old for me to be yeah, honest. honest. <laughs> Might trade her in for a younger model. Someone 22. <laughs> um, so, but they, yeah, they, uh, like, I, I did, I, I thought Zlatan would at least score. But the fact that they kept He did him, try to pull his games, though. He did. It was Little Z- tricks. Zlatan being Zlatan. This is what we really want to talk about. This is obviously the highlight of the game. Yeah. Uh, Shouts to Ebert. But and, yo, and Maxi's putting putting uh, in a penalty after finally one, after getting uh, missing a couple. But the choke, the chokehold, heard around the world. Uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic gets into uh, there's a a great chance for Zlatan. Uh, he hits the the crossbar and then uh, uh, shouts Chris, to the crossbar for helping us out. <laughs> then Chris Bonnie is, uh hits it. I think he also hits the crossbar. Or hits the the ball over the bar. I think he goes over the bar. But but Zlatan is standing face to face with Sean Johnson. Yes, and he is decides uh, to say what's up in a very slow time. Well, the, the whole the whole uh, uh, event, the way it really happened was Zlatan falls. Oh, everybody's sort of going for the ball, and it's obviously a, a, a big scrum, and it gets a little crazy. Uh, and 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 it was chippy the entire game, especially between Maxim Chanel and Zlatan Ibrahimovic, right? And I was and I was thinking like the fact that. Uh, but I remember, Slatan said this is what gets him going. Yes, right. And so he we sort of violence. we expect this almost every uh, every game. With the, the, uh, some center back is going to get a little frustrated with Slatan, right. right? And then, but Maxime Chanel is from Luxembourg, and then uh, you know Zlatan and they don't from, play that from some Su- 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 I don't know. I don't know what any history between the two countries. But I doubt it, there is. But I, it felt like there was something going yeah, on. Yeah. Ooh, your grandfather <laughs> and my grandfather did not get along. <laughs> so, but they were they were kind of at it the entire game. Uh, but then at, at that particular and in, in that particular play, uh, Zlatan. Goes for the ball, falls over. Sean Johnson's going over. Everybody's sort of colliding with each other. This is also not much after Slaton just yanked on Collins' arm as he's running towards goal. Okay, I didn't. I didn't even see that. Collins put his hands up, like, dude, you got to call that. He literally, like, it looked like he was going to pull his arm out of his shoulder. He yanked the arm back as they were both running in the same direction okay. yeah. to get around him. So Slaton likes to do these little things. Okay, yeah, the dark arts, as they say, yeah. right? And so in that play, Zlatan is on the ground, and then he gets up and he is facing the goal. Sean Johnson chest bumps him on his back. So he goes chest to back. Right. Zlatan turns around. Is like, and he obviously has this giant goalkeeper yeah. in his face. You touch my back, I turn around. <laughs> okay, you've made me feel alive. You, I, have, yeah. you have triggered me. Ooh, <laughs> this is the action I have been requesting. <laughs> yes, I like it from behind. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you did not know this about Zlatan? <laughs> you did not read the chapter I took out of my book? I don't know but, why he has this Pepe Le Pew accent. <laughs> he, gets, uh, he gets chest bumped, right? Yes. In the back. Zlatan turns around. Uh, Zlatan straight up one one hand chokes him. One hand chokes him. You, and you could see based on the grip 
that he's pushing his thumb into this dude's larynx, larynx, whatever it's called. Larynx, yeah. No, that's actually what it is pronounced. It's larynx, but... No, it's not. Lar- larynx is one of those planets in Star Wars I was talking about. <laughs> but okay. It uh, is larynx. Yes, it is. <laughs> so, the uh, yes, he does look like he is actually has some grip. And and that isn't just any grip. That First is, of all, hands to the face, that counts for the neck. That's right. Imagine they're like, no, 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 that's cool. You could choke. We, we, and then we, we discussed the rule before. Yeah. You can only touch the... Uh, a part of the face that uh, uh, has hair on has it. Has hair on it. If it has... Uh, Sean Johnson ain't got that hairy, hairy <laughs> ass neck. Hairy ass neck. You can't. <laughs> I ain't allowed. It's part no. of the... It's not like the ear. The yeah. ear is not allowed. We Unless saw that. Unless he's older. Oh, yes. <laughs> Get that weird hair in there. Yes, yes, yes. So the... Uh, so you can see... Clearly see he get, he's getting uh, slightly choked or grabbed or something. He's getting choked. Okay. He's getting grabbed in an aggressive manner on the neck. Yes, so Sean Johnson falls to the ground. But, like, takes him with him. Yes, Zlatan... Uh, uh, Sean Johnson sort of puts his arm over Zlatan. They both fall down to the ground, do soccer it up, as they say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, the, uh, and, yeah, and then uh, they both get yellow. Right. Which, uh, so this was also, Bobby Warshaw was on Instant Replay talking about it. He was like, he, he's very surprised that Zlatan did, did not get a red card for this. Especially because uh, didn't somebody just get a red for this not too long ago? Well, Christian Roldan Christian kind Roldan. of uh, was like pushing a player away because he was like sort of close to him and right. caught him in the face. But he got red carded and then they got rescinded so he was able to play the next game. Right. Uh, but... Uh, yeah, it, it was, how, how did you feel about it? Because I was when I was watching the game, I... I, so look, I, I think I, I'm surprised that Zlatan did not get a red card, but I understand why he did not because it was instigated by the fact that Sean Johnson did chest bump him. Chest bump is a normal part of the game. You can't put your hand on somebody's neck just because they bumped you. I agree. As much as I want to do it on the subway. I agree. But in the that- moment you touch his neck, you're the one. It, I, I think that doesn't, unless he punches Zlatan in the face, he doesn't escalate it. He put his arm around him and bring bring him to the ground because you you want to choke somebody when they choke you. You know what I mean? It's natural. He didn't do it. I think it should have been Slotsdown with a red card. Sean Johnson with a yellow card. Okay, yeah, I think that's that that would have made sense to me. Yeah. But given the nature of like what started the fight per se, right? I understand why the ref is like I. You start. He's basically like Sean. You started it. And, right. uh, like, so I understand why, but there should be, there should be a standard that, and that's the frustrating part that Zlatan does seem to get away with a lot of stuff. Uh, and, and a chokehold seems to be something that should be pretty clear that he should be red carded for touching a dude's neck like that on the field. You got to caress it. Yeah. You cannot be, you can't let those digits sink into the neck. Tim is saying he's watching the video in the, in the production room and he's saying, yeah, Johnson did chest him from the chest, chest bump from the back, but that's a choke. You can't not. You can't choke somebody and be like, but he bumped me. That's too much. You escalated it too far. <laughs> okay. Be like, that guy cut me off in traffic, so I burned his house down. <laughs> so clearly we're both at fault here. Yeah, no, that's not right. how it worked. Officer, I think we both get yellow cards here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I'll go on about my day. Uh, you guys are cool, right? <laughs> Stinks over here like a burnt house. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> kind of ruining my day, to be honest. Yeah. But. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure your day is pretty ruined. Uh, it's your house. Yeah. But, Officer, <laughs> do you think this uh, burnt house will, will ruin my property value next <laughs> yeah, door? Because yeah. It's really, really an eyesore. Yeah. Also, can we give him a citation for the smell? Is that possible? Uh, but again, I, I think in that scenario, I understood why it was just two yellows, even though it's probably not the fair. No, nah, it's garbage. Because, uh, you know, it's, it, it's the difference. Uh, 
you know, it wasn't as extreme as, you know, uh, Zlatan getting his foot stepped on last year against yeah. Montreal and then slapping the dude across the back of his head. <laughs> Literally like, 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 you know, like, a, like uh, he was like, he's a bad kid. You know right. what I mean? Like in the eighties, you yeah. know, I got slapped my kid upside the Little, head. Tuacata. That's right. That's a, a legendary, uh, just Latino. Yeah, that is. You, everybody knows. In fact, if you're listening to this and you're Latino, PTS. <laughs> because it's very much it's how Latinos tell stories. Yeah. So they could be saying like, "Oh, I was driving, and then like a car bumped into me, fuck at that." And then I yeah. was like, "Oh, why you hit me?" You yeah, know what I mean? yeah. That's how you tell stories. Everybody knows. <laughs> Everybody knows exactly the 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 how hard you yeah. were just hit by the fuck at that. Fuck at that is huge. That's that's a that's a very big one. Fuck <laughs> at Uh. So um. Uh. So yeah. It, it, but even though NYCFC wins two nil, uh, looking good. Look, I'm, on the road. On the know. road. Three straight road wins. Shut out. On a road. Clean sheet on a road. Okay. Yo, those... I never leave clean sheets on the road. You know what I mean? <laughs> Shit my pants. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> yes, that's right. Thank you, Aloft. Uh, <laughs> Dallas. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Aloft. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, so that's it. No more uh, games to talk about. We let's uh, get to the let's, let's get, get to the to interviews. Our, our interviews. Uh, so we have to, Fernando Fiore, Bob Lee, a pair of interviews. So you guys are gonna love these. Uh, Two for one, Bob Lee. And by uh, the way, who made this possible? Thank you so much to Gully Squad. Because right. if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't have been able to get out to Dallas. We wouldn't have been able to be a part of the Hall of Fame. Uh, we're, in the, we're in the Hall of Fame. We're in the Hall of Fame. We're in the Hall of Fame now. Look up there. The, our names are there. Just yeah, look you hard. know who you know who was there that day. Uh, what's his face? Uh, Brad, Brad Friedel. Brad Friedel was I there. remember he tried to shame me for not running. Well, it looks like he's got a lot of time to run now. <laughs> you got a lot of time to get on that yeah. treadmill, brother. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yes. Yeah, so, we, we, uh, so yeah, make sure if you want to help support the show uh, and get some access to exclusive content, uh, go to SoccerCooligans.com slash Gully Squad. Uh, it would mean so much to us. Uh, you, get to, you get to possibly join the Super Secret Facebook, Facebook group that may or may not exist. We don't know. We're not telling you. We have no idea. Join and maybe you'll find out. That's it. Uh, <laughs> We've been getting a lot of love. Even the, the, the community has become its own organic place. Where They're all having fun together. They don't even need us anymore. They don't need us. <laughs> they are Gully Squad. We're just like, hey, guys, can we comment every once like, in a while? No, you're done here. Yeah, we're good. You get Wednesdays. <laughs> uh, but we appreciate it and uh, all the love and stuff like that and all the support. So, uh, honestly, we have... There's a couple huge, huge things uh, already in the works that we're planning. I can't wait uh, to we're see We're super it. excited about, and it's all because of uh, of the support we get from Gully so Squad. So if you want to join Gully Squad, go to soccercooligans.com slash Gully Squad, or just go to soccercooligans.com, click on Gully Squad. If you joined, they would mean the world to us, and every little bit helps. Thank you so much. All right. So uh, so our interviews. So we're going to be playing Bob Lee first, and then immediately we're going to go into Fernando Fiore. So these both happened at the U.S. Soccer Hall of Fame. These there There is some background noise because we were in— Put up with us. Uh, just put, I mean, but it's not—I don't think it's too distracting. It, it's, uh, the interviews are still fun, uh, interesting, and funny. Um, so, uh, so, yeah, we're going to have Bob Lee first and then Fernando Fiore. Uh, and, uh, and then So we'll be right back after these pair of interviews. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Cooligans. We just have a word from our hat. 
our hat that we are currently wearing right yeah, that's now. That's right. We both got it on right now. Yep. And you know, this hat reminds me every time I see someone wearing it, I think, oh yeah, I should stay gully, shouldn't I? Oh yeah, thanks for thanks for uh, thanks for reminding me, sir or ma'am. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Person wearing hat. Uh, yes. Uh, go get a uh, the Cooligans cap from Talisman Caps. That's right, Talisman and and Cooligans. We did a nice little uh, collab. It's so dope. You got your little fade window on the side, so you can see the fade that you got popping. That's right. Right now, it says. Cooligans on the front. It's got our day one. For those for those of us who are day ones, you remember this logo. Way but way back when we were doing FIFA the news, right? We had that logo in the background. Now we got it on a hat. On the back it says stay gully. It's dope. It fits heads of all sizes. It fits my head and Christian's head. So you know it's got a nice range. Okay. okay. Yeah. So you know. Uh, so you can uh you can pick up the caps online at our on the volley merch store. So you go to on the volleyapparel.com slash cooligans and you can pick up our talisman cap at the on the volley apparel. Store. I know it can be confusing to some right. people, but that's where they're. That's cur- where you get our merch. That's where you get our merch. So everything that we sell is there. It, that's right. So go on the slash cooligans. It's all there. You can get the hat and use the promo code cooligans, and you'll get what, Alexis? Oh my God, you're gonna get twenty percent off. Tw- off the entire your entire order. So. No, no, no. Just uh, just our stuff. Uh, uh, no, Alexis. No. Oh, I, oh, no. No. Really? Really? Alexis. Wow. Uh, everything. Everything that you order, so you can get the Wu Tang hoodie. You can get a Wu-Tang shirt, tank top, all the dope gear that On The Volley Apparel sells, you can get 20% off your entire order. So make sure you do that because they have a bunch of dope stuff too. Damn. Damn, son. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Cooligans. Uh, we're standing here with what I would say is probably the voice you hear, right, when you think of touching stories in sports, especially <laughs> soccer. Ladies and gentlemen, unless you're driving, put your hands together for the one, the only Bob Lee, everybody. Hi, guys. Yeah. Bob, uh, it's an honor to meet you. I'm personally just an absolutely huge fan. We're both huge, huge fans. Uh, what does this building mean to you? I know you've wow. been involved in U.S. soccer for a very, very long time. This is astonishing. Um, I'm just walking around with my, my mouth open, agape yeah. at the quality of the exhibition, the technology here, and then running into so many things that I have a personal connection to. Just over this way, uh, Exhibit mentions my late friend Tony DeChico, yeah. who I, I worked the 2011 World Cup with. Uh, I just texted a picture of Casey Keller to Casey from yeah. the, down, <laughs> down a couple of cases that way. Uh, and I mean, I go back to the Cosmos. I mean, Giorgio's shirt, I think, is over there. Yeah. Uh, and I did public address for the Cosmos when he was playing for them back in the 70s wow. at the Giant Stadium. So this, a lot of personal connections, but loving the game, as I know all three of us do. Uh, it, this is, what a celebration. It's a great day to be here. It's absolutely incredible. And I mean, for someone like you, who's been there through the NASL's early years, and to see that fall, and then to see MLS start up, and the World Cup come here, and then to see that almost fail, to where we are right now, just what is what is the twists and turns that this game has taken from your eyes? What it, yeah. Where do you feel it, it is now, and where do you feel it, it is going and can go? I think you pretty well summarized it. I mean, it's been all it's, right. It, well, then no, we can it, cancel the interview. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's been an ongoing soap opera at times. It's been uh, we got the paddles out a few times to keep it alive. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, we lost Ron Newman from the Hall of Fame this year. Uh, great coach who at one point won ten of eleven years of an indoor championship. There was a time in the early 80s when the indoor game sustained the sport of soccer in the national consciousness. And there was a time, I think, that outdoor soccer did not want to recognize and mention that. Uh, so 
I think we, we are at a point now where I think the MLS is close to achieving its goal of being a league of choice. It is for so many players. Um, we're seeing players come here at not such advanced points in their career. We're seeing tremendous local support. We're seeing it in a diverse community, which, which is 21st century America. Um, you look at the, well, the people we put on the field in 2014 when the matches mattered in Brazil, the last World Cup, unfortunately, we were in, but yeah. they were MLS players. So it has come together. It's not a straight road. Nothing in life normally is. And, uh, but we're, we're at a better altitude than we've ever been. Well, uh, so when, before we started recording, we did talk about we're both stand-up comedians, right? And uh, You guys both are. Both of us. Yeah. I'm not. All three of us. <laughs> I know all of you guys like you. Yeah. So what, what interesting to us is uh, being comics, being... Uh, Soccer usually has been mocked from the comedy. It's just in the butt of the joke, unfortunately. Yeah, that's for right. A long time. So oh, and but sports announcers have done it at a network I could name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and Very so, much so, yeah. Yeah, right. So what so we we're trying to change that a little bit. Door to door, you're kicking butt, yes. taking names. Kind of ear to yeah. ear is what I like to say. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what, what do you think that uh, that change or, or what will it take for soccer to uh, where are we with, as far for the sake of Soccer being mocked or being made fun. I, I Where think, do you think we are? I think the worms. I'm sure you've heard plenty of. Oh, uh, I've heard it all. I've yeah. had to deal with the crap in the office. I've had to yeah. put people straight. I, I think the worm has largely turned. I think there's an appreciation. I think that was part of the the tragedy of not making the 2018 World Cup is that anticipation. And I never felt it on the home front because until this past year, I was at the, the cops the last two certainly. Yeah, yeah. Right. But the nation would get behind the team. But I, I think 2010, 2014. I know at our end, in, in doing those cups, we the ratings told us, the feedback told us, all of that was apparent. That this there's this, a level of understanding and sophistication in this country that we've never had before. I think some of it comes from talking to people at home about the game in a way we want to talk about it, not having to explain the offside rule and there are 11 guys inside. Yeah. Right. Have a good conversation about the game, and I think we have seen that take root. You're still going to have naysayers, and people are if people are afraid of things they don't understand. They're going to make fun of them. Right fine be like that we're gonna have a good time at the match how I've, i mean you've worked in sports for a long time and not just in soccer you've done some stuff for espn and whatnot how hard has it been have you had to work hard to wiggle in some of those stories of soccer <laughs> get it mentioned yeah. on air when we were younger and yeah. couldn't find it all you were one of those breaths of fresh air that well, would use say say a lot of soccer it's like fidel and shea up in the hills yeah <laughs> you know the rest of the gorillas coming down at night to plant stories in the right. news. Yeah, you'd have to pick and choose your spot but I, I think, uh, look, it's a star game. Uh, television news, sports news, to a large extent, is entertainment. That's built on star power. So when you have great players and great star moments and great highlights, it's easier to sell, and I think we're seeing that. So I think what you're saying, if I understand you correctly, is that Christian and I are, gonna, are such stars. That exactly we're gonna help, what I was We're going to help draw more people to the game of soccer. <laughs> That's right. You're going to have Seinfeld opening for each of you. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And order. he's getting rate. He's not getting his name. <laughs> well, Bob, yeah. thank you so Guys, much. Guys, pleasure to see you, man. Absolutely, absolutely honor. Good luck. And um, don't steal his jokes. Yo, God, no. He's got to steal about it. Don't do it. <laughs> we're super professional, as you can tell. Yeah. And we're with we're with probably the closest thing there is to, we're called the Cooligans. <laughs> You're probably the closest thing to a Cooligan that has gotten yourself on TV because... It's not good or bad. Oh, that's not, a very good thing. I don't uh, know. I don't if know. you're asking us, it's good. If you ask my mother, not so great. Uh, 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 but the reason is, is like, you call the game in such a different way. You're 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 so fun-loving and you enjoy yourself and you do it in English and Spanish. Everywhere you go, you bring that same energy. Why? Why not? <laughs> yeah, that's a great question. <laughs> no, good answer. Not, man. Good no, 
Uh, listen, uh, when I started doing television, which actually you can congratulate me now because at the end of this year will be my 30th anniversary out of broadcasting. So I think it's a good time. Say hello. Say hello. Sing, sing, sing. Sing, 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 sing. So, no, when I, when I started this, um, I say, well, there's a lot of colleagues, and I respect all my colleagues, that they were doing analysis and serious business. And, you know, back in the, back in the late 80s and early 90s in New York, when I was doing the, the newscast, the same delivery was done for someone who said, there is 11 people dead in Brooklyn today in a fire. Yeah. And it was the same delivery for, today the Knicks, uh, well, they will win the game. And uh, So yeah. I said, wait a minute. Oh, I'm just so, excited the Knicks won. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was, that's it. Actually, that's how long so, it's been, 30 yeah, years 30 anniversary years, of the years. last Knicks win. So my, po my point is that yeah. it was the same level of enthusiasm yeah. for yeah. the tragic news and for the great news. Yeah. yeah. On sports, so I said, "Hey, sports is entertainment, man. I change it, uh, and uh, and it was it was a good success, I would say, because I'm here for 30th years. Yeah, so, yeah, here we are. And what is it? Do you think that you know, adding a little bit more excitement and adding a fun flair? Do you think that's helped people sort of enjoy the game of soccer more? Because where you started in 30 years ago to now, so many more people enjoy the game of soccer. Do you think you've helped? Because we certainly feel you do. Well, I. Uh, what, what I learned is that in the beginning they thought I was crazy and they say that I was you know completely nuts about it I I used to come to the to the serious newscast to do my uh, my sports segment or my sports show uh, juggling the ball if it was soccer or riding a bike if it was a Tour de France okay. people think I was completely nuts because nobody knew that was the funny thing I never told anybody oh. in advance no oh. my producers no the directors yeah. so they where's Fernando where's Fernando we're going to the air three, two, one and, and I was coming in a bike and a bike shows and a bike up, shows up <laughs> riding into the set so it was kind of crazy. Uh, but then they said, well, maybe he's not that crazy. Maybe that's what the people want to see. Because more and more people were saying, oh, man, good job. You know, you made me laugh. Yeah. And 30 years later, fast forward 30 years, and uh, I just came back from Russia from the World Cup. And I said, I just saw a lady, probably my age, 50 plus, and I said, oh, I enjoy your, uh, your stuff in Russia. You were so dynamic. It was entertaining. It was not only the analysis of the game, but yeah. also the things behind so before anything I'm a fan I'm the kind of guy who sits on the stands and watch the game sometimes those fans they don't look if the team is playing 4-3-3 4-4-2 if they care, got yeah. two people on the side yeah. and running they say it's a good game or it's a bad game yeah. Right. You know? It's literally what we're trying to do. Exactly. You've, done, you've done it for 30 well, years. Well, we did watch it during the World Cup. So I'm the pioneer. <laughs> you are, yeah. You're the first cool again. Thank you. So we did watch it during the World Cup, and you were incredible in Russia. I mean, it's an honor to just be with El Presidente, right? But what is... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Remember, I, I get paid double. Yeah. <laughs> but what is the, that feeling like uh, going to Russia and being around a bunch of uh, people in news, people in sports that yeah. maybe... A little newer, haven't been there as long. How do you feel like you have to, do you feel a sense of responsibility to like kind of coach them through this process? Because especially with the World Cup, there's a lot of people watching. Are you giving them a little bit of mentorship? Well, I, uh, no, 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 I, I never felt that way. <laughs> what I always wanted to do is to try to bring that people that they don't watch every single game, soccer game, during the four year span between one World Cup to the other, but they come to the World Cup to see what's going on, right? Basically. And you have to, you don't forget the diehard fans. You don't forget those that everybody's a coach. Right. Yeah. Nowadays. So everybody knows more than you. Uh, on Twitter, they know so yeah, much. Yeah, they know, uh, they know so they much. Know they know more than you. All <laughs> they, the don't time. Know, they don't know how to get out of their mom's basement, but they know, <laughs> they know everything about they the game know everything, And you don't know anything. Yeah. Well, you know, you're doing it for 30 years, you don't know yeah, anything. You don't know what got in there. But uh, <laughs> at the same time, there's a lot of people that 
come to see the broadcast that they don't follow soccer. They want to be entertained and they right. want to be informed in a live way because nowadays you don't have a lot of time. And, you know, everything goes in the, in the phone yeah, and the streaming. Yeah. So for people to actually stay and see a late night show and enjoy it, for me, it was perfect. So I don't try to mentor anyone. I try to be part of those fans that are enjoying the game. Well said. Were you a fan before you, of soccer before you started calling it? Oh, man, I'm, I'm a soccer fan since I was born. Yeah. I, uh, I was born in Argentina. So you didn't have a choice? Uh, no, yeah. no, you, you do have a choice. You, like, you might like polo, yeah. but, but it's for the rich kids. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for the rich yeah. kids. You, know, you have to buy a, a horse first. Yeah. So um, uh, I, I used to live about 15 blocks from the stadium of River Plate, my team, and I grew up in the club. So I loved soccer all my life. When I moved to U.S., uh, you know, it was difficult in the beginning because the, the original NASL league was yeah. closing a few years after I arrived. Yeah, yeah. So then we have no league. Right. So you have no games. And it was no TV. And yeah, it was no yeah. streaming. Yeah, and yeah. you couldn't find the Argentinian game. No, you have to... No, you know what I do? Uh, I used to live in New Jersey. I used to go to New York uh, and try to buy a magazine. Like, it was coming like four or five days after yeah, and try to read and see the pictures. So yeah. that was... Uh, so 30 years you know in the making and now we enjoy to watch so many games and uh, and I love it you know and, and now I can be more selective you no know? see now now you have you know you can turn on the TV and watch the Chinese league exactly yeah. you know <laughs> or the league from uh, Burma so yeah. you can watch everything and I'm telling you you know to tell you the truth for 15 years in Univision I watched tons and tons and tons of Mexican games uh, we were delivering the Republica Deportiva show every Sunday yeah. it was live and uh, so I was watching so many Mexican league games. Uh, nowadays, I I watch a little bit of everything, you know, because right. it, there's not enough time. Yeah, and you were you were you came right as the NSL NASL shut down. How do you yeah. think about how far MLS has come? Well, that was, I mean, it's been <laughs> incredible, right? I mean, yeah. from NASL shutting down to only indoor soccer, yeah, to MLS yeah. starting almost failing, and then you know, seems like we're on the way up. Yeah. How does it feel now seeing this? Well, it's fantastic. I've been supporting. Uh, I was supporting the soccer in the United States uh, from day one. Uh, it was devastating with the NASL closing because I was a young kid. I was 19 when I arrived in New York. And four years later, not only my team, which was the Cosmos, but the whole league uh, yeah. folded. So it, it, at that time, I was 24. I didn't think that was possible. I mean, I never heard in my life that a league... Yeah. I, I never heard of a team disappearing. Yeah. And then the whole league... You were like, the, the, yeah, the league's say, closing. You're like, yeah, for the offseason. Yeah, we yeah, did this all the time. Yeah, why was you're that? Like, I mean, why are we all sad? They're going to fix it. They're yeah, going to yeah. fix it. They're going to like, fix it. Why is everyone sad? They come back in a few, in a few know, weeks. It took from 84 to 1996 yeah. to get a league again. And uh, like you said, then uh, in the beginning it was rough. Um, now you know, the franchise costs 150 million dollars. The expansion is, you know, every year one or two teams. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad that now it will be a team in Miami, in my what I'm calling my home city now. So, so now you're closer to my people, Locuano. Oh, oh, oh here we oh, go. Chico, <laughs> Mira, oh, <yeah>. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was almost okay. too good. Hello, cool guy. Okay. Pero que haces? Now I want to hear Dominican accent. Yeah. Dominicano. You might hurt your tongue. Oh, no. No, no. Oh, papito. Oh, tigre. Tigre dominicano. Es de Cibao. Es de Cibao. Es dominicano. Y mira, es de Cibao. Es de Cibao. Comiendo, comiendo, este, tomando, tomando una presidente. Morizoñando, dame uno. Sí, sí, tomando la presidente y un poquito de... Como es mofongo, ¿no? Como es mofongo, 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 mofongo. Ahí está. Ahora, mira. Dios. Ahí está. You get everything. You get impression. Yeah, right. You get it all from Fernando. Oh, boludo. Boludo, ¿qué haces? No me rompa las pelas. Yeah, yeah. 
fue presidente Muchas gracias. Fernando Frío. An absolute honor. Thank absolute you so much. Honor. Thank you very much. Thank, thank, you, thank, you. thank you. Wow, what great interviews. Look at that. How fun is that? Fernando Fiore doing a Cuban and a Dominican accent. He's better at it than us. <laughs> is my life right now. Uh, how? Wow. <laughs> he is an uh, uh, absolute legend. Uh, dope, dope dude. Bob Lee as well. Another legend. <laughs> He's soccer legend. Both of them. Did you imagine when we started this podcast one day, Bob Lee would be like, of course I'd love to talk to you. I thought he would be like, of course, get these men away from me. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> I asked for an Aperol spritz. <laughs> Please get that phone out of my face. Very surprised Bob Lee didn't throw his drink in our face. <laughs> yeah. That's, that was a bigger shot. It was amazing, man. Uh, super, super cool. Uh, thank you again uh, for uh, the fact that we were in, uh, you know, FC Dallas was a huge part of getting us into the U.S. Absolutely. Hall of Fame. Uh, they, you know, when we, at, we were at the door, we were like, we know a guy. You know, yeah, yeah. we know Dan Hunt. Let me in. <laughs> My good friend, Fernando Charles Dallas, <laughs> invited me. So FC for short. <laughs> so uh, it was a, a great experience, and I'm glad you guys got to uh, hear those interviews and stuff like that. So uh, we appreciate everyone uh, who helped us get there. Again, Gully Squad, make sure you join com slash Gully Squad. Help us do more trips like that. And uh, and we and, and shout out to FC Dallas. Shout out to everyone listening to the show. Hell That's yeah. always uh Showing love, we appreciate it. FC more than Dallas anything. was also the trip that inspired the Popote, the Popote. That's right. Yeah, which you can get on on the Volley Apparel as well. Look so I mean, just go, you know, lace yourself out on on the Volley Apparel, and shouts to FC Dallas for bringing us down there. Um, thank you for Gully Squad for making sure we get down there. You know what I mean? Because that Greyhound bus takes a hot minute. <laughs> okay, uh, and just thank you for everyone that was a part of that. I mean, thanks again for doing the interviews with us, Fernando Fiore, Bob Lee, amazing, two amazing gentlemen and pillars of the soccer community here in in the U.S. Yeah. Uh, just yeah, we were we still can't believe it happened. It was super Crazy. super cool. Uh, so and yes, this Saturday, eight p.m. Don't forget. That's right, HQ. 8, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Please, please, please download that app. Please say something nice in the comments. It literally will mean the world to me because if not, I got to move in with Christian. <laughs> okay. And he's going to be sleeping on a doggy bed. Yeah. And I don't oh, have yeah. a dog. <laughs> uh, I bring my own. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, thanks again for listening. Thank you again for all the support. Uh, this is another fun episode in the books. Uh, exciting. This Friday, we're going to be having another episode. That's right. You're getting double the episodes. So again, shout out to Gully Squad for that, making those second episodes happen. Uh, but we're going to be joined by Atlanta United Fantasy uh, and uh, Unrelegated. Unrelegated ATL. So they're going to be in town from uh, from Atlanta. They're here for the uh, Red, Bull game. Red Bull game. They're going to swing by, come through, bless the Cooligans with their presence. So Also, we got a little bit of space left in the studio if a couple uh, Gully Squad members want to come through. Come through. It's you midday. If you can make it to Madison Square Garden, we want you. You got to let us know that you got to shoot us an email. Uh, email Soccercooligans at gmail.com. Yep. Let us know you want to be here for that. Again, midday, Midtown Friday. Come through. MSG. Come Yo, to MSG. It'll be, it'll be dope. It might be a Zion party. <laughs> Who knows? He might be in the audience. He might be here. Yo, <laughs> let's just add his name to security just, just in, in case. case. Yeah, exactly. You, you, you never know. A formality. Yeah, at the very least. clearly. <laughs> this is your house now. Uh, but we are going to have an, an audience here. So if you guys are interested in coming through, that'd be uh, super dope. So, uh, so yeah. So that is it. That is the end of the show. Thank you again for listening. My name is Christian Polanco. My name is Alexis Guerrero. And together, what are we? The, the cool. Again! Yeah.